93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Thursday, January 13th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning, if I can find it. Here we go. Uh, at least two people have been injured after an early morning raging fire resulted in the collapse of two homes in West Deptford. The fire broke out at 415 Thursday in the 1300 block of Tatum Street and spread to a neighboring home. Officials say the fire quickly went to a second alarm. There were reports of people trapped inside of the home. According to fire officials, two people were unaccounted for. The two injured have been taken to area hospitals. It's not clear at this time if the two that were injured were the ones that were unaccounted for. Uh, the fire continues to send embers and smoke into the sky as firefighters remain on the scene. Firefighters seem to have gotten a handle on the huge flames that were seen earlier, uh, and the fire obviously remains under investigation. The National Transportation Safety Board started its data-gathering mission after a medical helicopter fell out of the sky and crashed outside of a church in Drexel Hill, Delaware County, on Tuesday. The medical helicopter, carrying three crew members and a two-month-old girl, crashed uh, to the ground on Vermont Road. The three crew members and the infant girl were all rushed to air hospitals. Amazingly, only the pilot identified as Daniel Moore suffered serious injuries, but is expected to be okay. The Lyft driver says she never thought that she was going to be handed a baby. I was in no way expecting that they were going to give that to me, and that's when they handed me a baby girl, and I was like, okay, she says. Uh, A photo was taken of the Lyft driver running from the chopper with the baby in her hands. Um, The pilot's mother told Action News that her her son spent many years in the U.S. Army flying helicopters on missions before piloting medical helicopter. She says Mm. her son is going into surgery on Thursday and she is asking the community for prayers. On Wednesday night, a crane carefully hauled the wreckage away. Philadelphia developer Bart Blatstein broke ground Wednesday on a $100 million indoor water park on the Atlantic City boardwalk that is designed to give families a year-round option in the seaside resort that doesn't involve gambling. The $100 million, 103-square-foot park will be called the Island Water Park. It will feature water slides, pools, a lazy river, food and beverage outlet, retail space, lounge areas, and a party room. It also will include an adult section with alcoholic beverages and amenities, including a foot massage and uh, for foot massages and (laughs) manicures, Blatstein said. Uh, The park is expected to open by Memorial Day weekend 2023. Uh, It is being built on a vacant lot next to the former Showboat Casino, which Blatstein owns and operates as a non-gambling hotel. In sports this morning. Oh, crap. Hang on. Oh, crap, hang on. Okay. The Sixers lost to the Charlotte Hornets last night in South what Philly. What the f- is it? Yes, exactly. Gordon Hayward uh, made his first nine shots and scored 30 points, and the Hornets won 109-98 to end the 16-game losing streak in the series. The Hornets uh, hadn't beaten the Sixers since November 2nd, 2016, and held the longest active losing streak to one team in the NBA. Joel Embiid scored 31 points for his fifth straight game, and the Sixers' seven-game winning streak came to an end. They're at home tomorrow night as they'll host the Boston Celtics. The Flyers are scheduled to have 
have a game tonight in Boston against the Bruins. On Tuesday night, their game against the Carolina Hurricanes was postponed, but when the Flyers face the Bruins tonight, they'll have Claude Giroux, Ivan Proporov, and Travis Konechny and Travis Sanheim back in the lineup. They returned from COVID protocol for yesterday's practice at the Flyers training center. Uh, Braun entered protocol Monday and didn't miss any games. Tonight's game is still on the schedule and the puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock. And in college basketball, Colin Gillespie scored 21 points. Justin Moore had 16. And the number 14 Villanova Wildcats held off Xavier 64-60. to Moore, the Big East player of the week, scored 10 points in the second half and finished with 9 rebounds to help the Wildcats improve to 12-4 and overall and 5-1 and in the Big East. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thank you very much, Kathy. And we welcome you to Thursday morning. A couple of uh, things going on. If you're just tuning in, missed <clears throat> yesterday, both Kathy and I are broadcasting remotely. Um, so let's go through the nuts and bolts of the engineering stuff here and make sure that everything sounds okay because we just got this system up and running, a new system, something different from yesterday. So Casey said I had a little buzzing sound. Yes. You hear that? Yeah. 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 Is it pretty bad? Uh, well, it's annoying. Yeah. It's, it's so if I have you up, if I take you down, yeah. Kathy doesn't have the same buzzing sound on her equipment. Is she really you. quiet though? Because she sounds really quiet to me. Uh, K- Kathy, speak up. Are you well, there? You know me. I'm like always so quiet. <laughs> I'm so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like a near Southern Belle. <laughs> Let me check your levels in again, there, Kathy. Just talk normal. Okay, and you know what, Preston? There's yeah. um, some uh, there's some levels that you can play with uh, on this thing. I'm playing with them right now. I'm playing with a few things. But no, no, uh... <laughs> no. You'd have to disconnect and do it. They had me do it the other day too. Oh, okay, <laughs> uh, we'll get our engineering just... involved in this. I I, I, I'll tell you both this: you sound much better than the quality yesterday, which is great. Right, and obviously, right. uh, now we're looking. This could be very limited, and you, we could be back to fully normal by next Monday, which is hopefully the desired goal. But for so, now, this is pretty good. What's giving me this trouble is this this uh, thing called mono in. When I turn it up like this, you yeah, hear that buzzing? Yeah, that's yes. freaking but, mono but in. <laughs> if I turn it all the way down, I start. Uh, we lose you. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm gone there. So, so that's a problem. So we've isolated the problem. That's step one. And fixing <laughs> right. the problem will be step two. So we'll work on that. Well, I got good news for you, Preston. Rodney's what? awake. So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, when all we right. uh, when we cut for commercial, you know, we can remedy this with the wizard himself. Okay, perfect. We'll, we'll, we'll end up, he, listen, he fixes everything. Casey was on a flight one time. We were coming back from Florida. He didn't know Rodney was on the same flight. He, say Rod, he saw Rodney come walking onto the plane. He's like, excellent. If there's a mechanical problem with the plane while we're in transit, it's okay because Rodney is here to fix it. And that's the kind of guy that he Oh, yeah. yeah. It would not be unlikely to look out the window and see Rodney with the wrench working on the engine in flight. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. And so I've got my I've got my Zoom set up here as well. I've moved to a different location in the house. I have an, uh, have an even better setup than yesterday. Wait a second. I'm now You're... in the basement. What about the bedroom was so cool? <laughs> oh, you'll, li- you'll like this better. I've All got right. it. I've got it lit and everything, and uh, so I assume we're going to be zooming each other. And that right. this is going to, yeah. Kathy, are you are you in uh, are you zoom ready? Uh, hell no! <laughs> okay. I okay. didn't set my alarm, uh, so Casey woke me about mm, I don't know twenty minutes ago. Um, so no, I'm not zoom ready, uh, oh. but I will be after this break. Right. Oh wow! By okay. the way, Casey, Casey, the guy taking the brunt of all this crap. He's... <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to juggle everything. He's run normally I run the, 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 the board, the mixing console, and he's gotta move over there and do that on top of all the other things that he does throughout the course of the morning, which by the way is quite a lot. It's a ton behind, behind the scenes and he's gotta try to get all this stuff together. Man, I feel so bad for you, Bob. You know you know it's oh, funny God. too, is I'm watching Casey and it's the kind of thing that you you know, if you're doing something you do it 
repetitively, uh, like he's saying, okay, now it's my right hand that's doing this. And <laughs> right. those little adjustments can throw you completely off. So, again, right. yes, singing uh, uh, Casey's praises. And, and, uh, and now you guys in the studio are on Zoom. I can see you, and I see something he did forget to do, which was to turn on the studio lights because I can uh, barely uh, see Steve at all. Yeah, so you I need to turn on that. our broadcast lights. Can you reach that case? Oh, you need barely, a stool dude. or something? All right, yeah. there we go. Preston, <laughs> much better. I need a stool. Preston, now for what, it's, uh, what it's worth, yeah. uh, the texts that are coming in are uh, say that you and Kathy both sound like you guys are in the studio, that they, the Beautiful. listeners are not hearing any of the buzzing, so we'll we'll tweet oh. this stuff on our end. But for the listener's perspective, it actually sounds like uh, it normally would. So that's a good if they, sign. If they can't hear the buzzing, then then it doesn't matter. We don't need to do anything. It's yeah. just, uh, what we hear is insignificant compared We're to... We're nothing. You. We're nothing. We're felt. <laughs> you're everything. And you're the inspiration. Right. Yes, it's true. You're the one that I want. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know what? You're high dramatic. That's what you are. Oh, yeah? And not only yeah. that, you're systematic as well. <laughs> yep. And... You're vegematic. <laughs> Why are you on Preston and Steve show, listener? Preston, I what? have chills, and they're multiplying. <laughs> All right, well, listen, uh, maybe Greece will be the theme of the morning. I don't know. You'll have to stick around and find out. But we do have some stuff going on. Uh, guests joining us, we're having Todd Glass on Yay! the show. Been a little while since we've spoken to Mr. Glass. He is going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. Nice. You know, it's always good to talk to Todd. You just made me think of something. Wouldn't it have been great if Todd actually played Mr. Glass in Unbreakable? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. That would be, yes. Yeah. I, for a second, I thought uh, Brady Bunch, but that was George Glass. No, right. So so yeah. the whole movie would have a different tone because he'd be looking to get free gardening for his mother. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? Maybe he'll ask for that this morning. We'll wait and see. All right. So Todd's on in the 8 o'clock hour. Um, and we got a bunch of other stuff uh, to get to. So why don't we take a break? Come back in a moment. I got breakups. I got engagements. I've got everything you're looking for in the world of frivolous entertainment news. We'll get to that in a stupid question. When we return, stay with us. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, if you're just tuning in, a couple of remote broadcasts taking place today. I am at home. Kathy is at home. Uh, my, my daughter tested uh, positive for uh, COVID, so uh, we're quarantining her. Rest of us are sticking in the house. I nor- normally I'd be able to go to work and wear a mask, but we speak on the radio with other people in the studio. <laughs> yeah, so problem. I can't do that with a mask on, so I'm staying at home. Kathy's recovery she? from cover. She's do- she's doing good. She's doing fine. So uh, we're lucky in that uh, she's fairly asymptomatic. She had a fever the other day, but um, okay. so far so good. Uh, better off than than your condition, yes. which was pretty nasty. So, but yep. you're doing better now. Yeah, you know what? Yesterday, um, mm-hmm. yesterday evening, it like there was like a switch, and I feel so much better than I did yesterday. So I think it's like finally getting out of my system. Over good, good, nice, excellent. All right, so that's the latest on us. But we have a stupid question, and we got a prize giveaway: four pack of tickets, uh, Fandango tickets, by the way, to see Scream, uh, which is in theaters on Friday tomorrow. So, <laughs> and that's it. So the question that we have is. Which U.S. state is the rainiest? Oh. Which U.S. state has the most rainfall per year? 
WMMR. Let's see if you happen to know the answer to that. Call now. Which U.S. state is the rainiest? We'll go through birthdays while we are awaiting your answer, this being the 13th day of January. A few interesting ones to mention. It's Patrick Dempsey's birthday today. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, that's where he had his home for quite a while. He was, uh, what, that McSteamy, that was him, right? Or McDreamy? No, he's McDreamy. He, he's McDreamy, and then, McDreamy, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. I, I think the one of the first things I remember him in was uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah. Which is a guilty pleasure movie of mine, straight, you know, as 80s as you can get. The You know, the geeky guy becomes cool all of a sudden and gets the, the captain of the, the cheerleaders. And uh, But Casey, I think, is it Meatballs 2 that you're, it, it, was he in that? Is that the one that you go on about meatballs too? Yeah, I don't Patrick remember Dempsey. him being in that. I remember uh, Loverboy. What is it? I love no, but Loverboy came after. Um, after, after Can't Buy Me Love, he wasn't Meatballs Three, guys. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. I thought there three. was a Meatballs connection because yeah. you often mention Meatballs <laughs> yeah. Two. I do. And what happened in Meatballs Three? Anybody well, know? I never it was saw garbage, it. man. Yeah. It, it could only go down after they brought in an alien and that <laughs> looked nothing like a human. And, and the uh, the subtitle was Meatballs Three colon Summer Job. So, so right. job. yes, that's okay. where the alien comes in in Meatballs three. No, Meatballs two. Oh, Meatballs two. At the end of the movie, there's an actual boxing match, yeah. right. and uh, I believe the alien boxes. Does the alien box? I forget exactly, but so, I, that's when you knew that no, they the were. Alien does not box. What he, the alien uses his uh, telekinetic telekinetic powers right. to help the guy win boxing. the boxing. Okay. All okay. right, there we go. Right. So it's deeply so, rooted in reality. So yeah. we took a leap from hijinks at a summer camp, right. and and sex amongst the, uh, 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 the the counselors to an alien in a assisting boxing in a boxing match. match. Okay. Yeah. So right. they really so, kept it right right in the ballpark. Yeah. Logical step. Yeah. All right. So Patrick Dempsey is fifty six today. Julia Louis Dreyfus yes. wow. celebrates her sixty first birthday today, and she's been entered into the Marvel universe. Yeah. Uh, which she did in the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And damn good. She yeah. had, you got to remember, Seinfeld, Veep, um, you know, uh, she's, she's had a really good run. She uh, beat cancer recently, which was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I love seeing her. I want to see more of her character in that Marvel I universe. think she won three separate lead actress Emmys for three different series. I think she's the only woman who ever done that. Because, uh, Steve, wow. she also won for that, um, the New Adventures of Old Christine. You remember we, that show? Right. And if you remember, she was with Clark Gregg in that series, who yeah. played her ex-husband, who, of course, wow. is also in the Marvel Agent, universe. Agent uh, Coulson, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's 61. Uh, Richard Mole. Who you remember from Night Court? He was Bull Shannon. Love him. Uh, wow, he's 79 years old. Today. I wonder if he's going to have any sort of cameo or presence on the new Night Court. Yeah. And how to, what, is he like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, yeah. something like that? He's like really, really tall. But incredibly goofy. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Bloom. Yes. Has his birthday today. He and uh, Katy Perry are Day a thing. Day. Yeah. They're married now, right? They are married. They have a yeah. kid. She is out, um, I think she has a, either, either a residency or is on tour. She just released a In very... Vegas. Sexy video. Yeah. So she's yeah. back to that again. Yep. So uh, she's 45 today. Uh, actress Penelope Ann Miller. Always had a little bit of crush on her. She was super cute. Carlito's Way, the freshman, kindergarten cop. Yeah. Big Top Pee Wee. Uh, big, big Top Pee Wee. You're right. <laughs> I love that. Was was she the one who, no, she wasn't the one who, he was kind of obsessed with her hair. Like they would have these moments where all of a sudden she wouldn't be looking and he'd look at her hair and go, like, make this face. No, that was like Valeria Golino or oh, whatever. Oh, that was it, yes. Okay. Although, no, you know what? I, he might have had something to, with her hair as well, but. I love it. <laughs> it just, it's not explained. He just has this psychosis about her hair. Uh, she's 58. Uh, Trevor Rabin yes. uh, was in the band, yes. Uh, and now. Is a film composer. He is a uh, he's a uh, worldly known good guy. 
Well, I was going to say he's a, what's the word, a contemporary of Michael Giacchino. He yes. does that type of work now. And I actually, I saw uh, an interview panel that uh, that they were on together, and, and they, uh, uh, they're friends. And, and uh, so he, he lives in that world as well, and his transition from rock music and producing and things like that to composing for films. What instrument did he play for Yes? He was a guitarist. Okay. Great guitarist. Yeah. Okay. And he, a uh, great singer, too. So on um, uh, 9012... Five was that the name of the album? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, he, uh, which is owner of a lonely heart, he takes a lot of the lead vocals uh, on some of those songs. So oh, no uh, he is uh, sixty-eight today. He's not yep. the lead singer from. He, is he the guy here? I don't know no, much. Well, about yet. Um, yeah, and part of this song he sings, uh, he has a vocal part, uh, a, a, you know, a solo vocal part. But John Anderson is the lead he's singer. The, he's the main guy. Uh, but you know. Uh, you know, Chris Squire would sing as well. So the, a few of those band members uh, would take over the lead vocal from time to time. So he's uh, 68 years old today. Liam Hemsworth, yeah, there you Hunger go. Game movies, brother yeah. of Chris Hemsworth, is uh, 32 today. Well, was with Miley Cyrus for a long yep. time, right? Yep. I don't know what his uh, current status is as far as being in a relationship goes. I should know these things. I'm I know. Oh, well, you're the entertainer. You can't do everything, man. I tried. <laughs> and then the last birthday I saw worth mentioning is Michael Pena. Oh. Uh, who's been in loads of great stuff throughout love the years. Him. Yeah. Uh, Crash, uh, Tower Heist. Ant-Man. Um, uh, he's in Ant-Man? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he he, put, uh, Luis, right? Yeah. Is his name in that. Yeah. He is fantastic. Uh, celebrates his 46th birthday today. All right, let's see if we have an answer to the question, which U.S. state is the rainiest? Rainiest, Casey, uh, I don't I don't have access to the phones here, so you're going to have to handle that. Yeah, so I guess we're going to have to go to... Uh, and you don't know the answer either, do you? Uh, no, I don't, but we're going to go to Justin <laughs> on line one, because he's the first one to get through, so we got Justin on line for us. All right, can Justin hear Justin, can you hear me? Hello, testing, one, two, three. <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. Justin, which U.S. state is the rainiest? That's uh, Hawaii. Hawaii, he is correct. Hey! Yes. Hawaii is actually, um, I think, considered a rainforest, at least parts, yes. uh, big parts of it. In fact, when uh, we went to the Waimea Canyon, which is on, um, uh, oh man, I'm, now I'm having a break. Maui? Nope, not Maui. Kauai. Uh, Kauai. And, uh, and the, you're, these amazing views uh, that you're expected to see. But when we went there, like a full-on <laughs> rainstorm, like several rainstorms sure. come through the course yeah. of the day, and we couldn't see a damn thing. There's nothing uh, like that when you're all We excited. left for a little while, and then we came back, and then we saw the gorgeous view. But that's right. the way it works. So anyhow, we are going to set him up with a four-pack of Fandango tickets to see Scream, starring David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and Roger L. Jackson. It's in theaters uh, tomorrow, by the way. All right, let's get right into the story. So we got breakups and we got hookups. We'll start with the breakup. Really didn't see this one coming, but ladies, Jason Momoa is about to be single. Yeah. Oh. That that uh, the, really caught me off guard. Me too. Yeah. Game of Thrones alum and Lisa Bonet announced on social media yesterday that they are parting ways after four years of marriage. He was uh, the, head over heels. I remember hearing um, interviews with him where he said she had been a focus of his for years before he ever met her. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so the uh, the message on Momoa's Instagram page, which was signed by both partners, read, We have all felt the squeeze and changes of these transformational times. Uh, A revolution is unfolding, right. and our, fam- our family is no exception. Right. Feeling and growing from the seismic shifts occurring. 
Uh, and so we share what our the family hell are you news. Talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's being a little poetic. In, in fact, it's ridiculous. But you know what? It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. So he said, and so we share our family news that we are parting ways in marriage. Uh, the couple added that they are not sharing the update because it's quote newsworthy, uh, but because they wish uh, for their lives uh, to get on their lives with dignity, to live their lives with dignity and honesty. They want to live their lives with dignity. Uh, they. I hear that. They began dating in 2005, so they've been together for a while. They were dating in 2005, and then they got married officially in 2017, correct? That's correct, yep, and they have two kids together. So they've, they've been a couple for a long time. Uh, they've been married uh, for, you know, not that crazy long, and uh, now they're breaking up. So Wouldn't it be uh, wild if you started dating Zoe Kravitz? That's too bad. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. Uh, all right, so here's another one for you, but in the opposite direction. Machine Gun Kelly really did ask Megan Fox to marry him, and she said yes. So I guess there have been rumors that this had happened in right. the past. But now it is official. They shared the news yesterday on their Instagram accounts, of course. It's, it's love. On her page, she posted a romantic video of him, him getting down on one knee. Uh, it is shot professionally with what looks to be a three-camera shoot. Yes. But, sh- but she seems surprised. She still acts surprised. It's lit. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's obvious what's going on. It's obvious she had to know in advance. So what a performance. I, I did, You know, for some reason, President, I thought he was much younger than her. He's not. I thought he was, too. Yeah, she's. I think she's 35 and he's 31. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. If somebody could confirm that, I'd like to. I'd like to put that to rest because yeah. I thought he was in his twenties. So for did I. Sure. Yeah. And that she was kind of robbing the cradle a little bit. So, all right. On his uh, page is a close-up of her ring. It is a double silver band of diamonds with two large sets. One is a diamond, which is his birthstone, and the other is an emerald, which is Megan's birthstone. <sighs> what really put over the top, though, is he gave her an emerald-colored gold-dipped rose. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, that's and all. You know, you know who he got top. that from. Uh, Steven Singer Jr. Yes. Yeah, so uh, you guys were right. Uh, he's uh, 31, she's 35. So. Right. All right. Yeah. I, I thought, like, yeah. I, I get, that was my perception is that he was in his early or, or mid 20s, and there was like at least a 10 year difference. How is he wrong? just. Acts like it. Yeah. Know? That's kind of kind of what you get from him. So, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, which, by the way, do we call him Machine Gun Kelly? Do we just call him Kelly or what? Anyway. Uh, how about MGK? Because it's our sister That's our station. sister station, yeah. yeah. Uh, he wrote that he designed the ring himself with jeweler Stephen Webster, and uh, they were engaged under the same tree where they first fell in love. And now... You, did you see the rumors that they took a sip of each other's blood? Yeah, yeah no, she posted, I did not see that. Yeah, she posted something about that, Steve. I saw, and then, and so I don't know if it was in jest at the end, it, it, but she it, she expressed all these platitudes and said wonderful things about him, and I said yes, and blah blah blah, and then it goes at the end, she goes, and then we drank each other's blood. And uh-huh. I don't know if she was kidding. It seems kind of in jest, but you never know with. She These says, two? Uh, she, yeah, and uh, everything before that it does not seem like it's in jest. So, Preston, the last line of her post uh, <laughs> is, and, and just as every lifetime before this one and as every lifetime that will follow it, I said yes. Okay. Next sentence, and then we drank each other's blood. I, I'm guessing maybe they're just playing with people, but you never know. When I, <laughs> when I proposed to Carter, I have no idea. What was that? Yeah, she swallowed it. Oh, okay. It's a... Uh, it's a world's it's biggest D. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a thing. When I proposed to Claire, we both ate each other's pubes. That was our <laughs> oh. 
all. Because that's, see, that's a Latvian tradition. Oh, I didn't, who's You Latvian? have your own thing. I don't know. <laughs> just, you just like Latvians? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Sure. Uh, hey, we didn't drink blood. Right, that'd be no, weird. That'd be disgusting. <laughs> All right, uh, let me see what else I got. I have, I have another hookup thing, but I'll save it for later on. So, Rust Armorer Hannah Gutierrez Reed is suing the ammunition supplier that provided the live rounds uh, that killed Lena Hutchins. You're going to see a lot of these reflexive lawsuits popping up. As everyone gets sued, they're going to sue everyone else. Right. Uh, Seth Kenny and his Albuquerque based PDQ arm and prop company are responsible for supplying the live ammunition. Uh, that was fired by Alec Baldwin in October. Uh, attorneys uh, Jason Bowles and Todd Bullion write in documents obtained by deadline. Defendants distributed and sold prop ammunition, which presented as unreasonable risk of injury without warning of risks that could have been avoided had the risks been disclosed. Uh, defendants prepared dummy ammunition cartridge boxes from surplus ammunition stockpiles that comprised of both dummy and live ammunition. That's what they're Shut saying. Up, dummy. Uh, the, the, uh, this is a weird thing now because I don't know, you know, obviously they've used dummy bullets and, 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 and prop guns and all that stuff. Uh, but I, uh, what actor is going to go on the set now and, and, um, let them use anything? I mean, yeah, the, the trend anyway is towards CGI, you know, and to have the muscle flashes and all that stuff and add that in post, as they say, I have to imagine this industry is going to go away this like this, you know, providing the the the, uh, the 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 blanks and all that stuff. I I I can't imagine a lot of actors are going to stay with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, do not know. I so. need to see. I I I need to see what a dummy round looks like, right? And, and you can tell instantly, right? Yeah. So, like, how does a real bullet get put into a gun? Well, that's the question. You, you know? there, so, yeah. I mean, if 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 there is a noticeable noticeable difference between a real bullet if you well, were handed a dummy so round if and, you were handed a loaded gun though it, right. you, unless you saw it get loaded uh, and what uh, you know you would not you would not well, know what I'm saying, by an outward appearance how did they end up in there in the first place right, right. right. saying knowing that they'll be used for a, a film scene cuz you're saying the uh, armor that is the question the armorer is now suing somebody but it's yeah. like well Hang on. Are you the one who put the bullet in the gun? There, there are so many levels of protocol that were not followed here. There, there was actually supposed to be a, a, a point in in this whole process where Alec Baldwin was supposed to take the gun and 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 fire, pull the trigger, yeah, uh, to make sure. In other words, everyone sort of signs off, and there yeah. was at least two or three people that were omitted from the chain. And was it one bullet? Like, did one bullet somehow there were rumors magically that, make it through like they, this whole process? There were rumors that that gun was being used for target practice. Yeah. On the set, so I don't know. I mean, that all hopefully come out as they investigate this. Yeah, and Casey, I can only speak to. I've I've seen dummy rounds before, and they look clearly different than live rounds. But they make they may make different kinds of dummy rounds. I don't yeah. really know, so I well, can't speak on full authority on that. Brandon Lee was killed by a a chunk of something that was in the barrel yeah, of the gun, the wadding, right? Yeah, yeah. And was, I don't know if it was the wadding, but some kind of object yeah. got in there. Yeah. All right. So what else? Okay. So here's the other uh, togetherness. Story that I had. Love. Simon Cowell and his partner Laura Silverman are engaged. Aww. A representative for the Americas got talent. Oh, judge. I love you. Confirmed the news to CNN yesterday. Now, correct me uh, if I'm wrong, Preston. This is the one. This woman was once uh, the wife of a good friend of his. Correct. 
I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm, I know nothing about her. I, I, sounds about right to me. Yes, that, I think that was the rumor is that he was having an affair with her. She left the other guy and now is with Simon Cowell. I remember a story of that. I, I don't know if this is the same gal, but probably is. Yeah. Uh, so according to uh, reports, the X Factor creator proposed during a recent vacation to Barbados. Uh. And uh, they first made their relationship public in 2010, uh, 2010, 2013, and welcomed their son, Eric, in 2014. Anna Marie Tendler is considering freezing her eggs following her divorce from John Mulaney. Oh, uh, wow. 36-year-old multimedia artist told Harper's Bazaar, uh, there were things I never even thought about before because that was just a closed door. So now uh, that it feels like not as that feels like not as much of a closed door, it's something that I ruminate on a lot. Uh, Tendler, whose divorce from the comedian was finalized earlier this month, added that she feels lucky uh, that I get to be standing on the precipice of all these new things. If I were her, and it's clear as we said many times before, that she did not want this relationship to end and that it was John who, uh, for whatever reason, yep. uh, decided that it was over. If I were her and I was looking for a little revenge or something just to shake the cart... I would contact Jason Momoa. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what's interesting about her now wanting to freeze her eggs and them uh, being in their relationship together is John, uh, in one of his earlier stand-up routines, goes on about a realtor showing them a home and how they were adamant about not having children. And the woman kept trying to say, well, you can put a nursery here as part of a bit. Right. And, but but he, it was clear that they, that they no, no kids, not at all. Do you think... And, and then he flips, uh, goes to uh, Olivia Munn, and boom, they're pregnant like that. That's got to be... That's got to be a pretty nasty it's stab. It's a massive slap. If, if she was interested in having a child and it hit, and it was he that wasn't, but maybe they weren't, you know... They wouldn't. It, maybe they both knew it wouldn't be good for the two of them to have kids. It's quite you know possible. I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, hard to say. Um, all right. So here is a report. These are sources. I don't know uh, how much how valid this is, but uh, Bob Saget, according to this uh, source, uh, reportedly died peacefully in his sleep. Um, a source told the invest close the investigation said that the full house star was tucked in bed when he was discovered on Sunday. Uh, the official cause of death won't be known for up to 12 weeks. The rumor is or the belief is that he may have suffered either a stroke or a heart attack or something along those lines. You never know, like maybe a brain aneurysm. I know, I've, I knew someone whose, whose wife died like that, literally in bed asleep and just like, boom, it right. just happened. Uh, so, the, so the way he was discovered, this comes from what the police who responded to the scene saw. There was no, the blankets weren't hurled around. He wasn't on the floor. He was, you know, he was, as they said, in bed. Yep. His arm was gently resting over his chest, and and uh, that was that. So, so that's kind of comforting. It I is, guess, you know, it is. Uh, it's I watched, still just difficult to think about. Yeah, I watched this video yesterday. It was uh, John Mayer and Jeff Ross, and uh, they were both great friends with Bob. And uh, they went to go pick up Bob's car at the airport and take it back to his home because he was on the road. He was he was working. And uh, they went on Instagram Live, and they talked for about 45 minutes. Uh, and, and it was so touching to hear these two guys talk about their love for Bob and mostly Bob's love for so many other people. And it just it was really endearing and really sweet to hear these guys um, talk about this guy in, in such a, uh, a reverent way. It was, it was kind. So if you get a chance, uh, John Mayer posted it up on his Instagram account, uh, and it's a, it's a really nice sentiment. 
Cool. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I have another death uh, to report. Uh, this one in the world of music, Ronnie Spector, Kathy, yeah. just like Ronnie sang, yeah. uh, she passed away. The Ronettes' Be My Baby singer has passed, and her family announced in a statement on Wednesday uh, about that she was 78 years old. We do have a couple um, of uh, clips, Chris. I don't know if you got the list, but we have a, a sample of the that, that hit, Be My Little Baby, which was massive worldwide. Yeah, Case, fire it up if you can. Um, in fact, a reading in this story, Brian Wilson had called Be My Baby the greatest pop recording ever made. It's what set him off to do pet sounds, which he he employed a wall of sound, which is what the genius producer and lunatic, oh yeah, uh, uh, you Phil, know, Spector. Phil Spector created. Uh, yep. But that sound was just something that was... Uh, amazing, and yep. and so, uh, but yeah, and her her voice alone was a real powerhouse. He, yep. But he he did abuse her. He was really terrible to her. Be my, be my baby. baby. Great song. And you know what's funny is there there are, there are legions of people who didn't know that this song was what Eddie Money was referencing into <laughs> and take me home tonight. When we and, have that, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Let's uh, let's hit that if you would. Yeah. Her the other day, from oh, from uh, just like my, Ronnie saying, yeah, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, with the uh, my girlfriend from college and I would, for whatever reason, I don't know why this song became something, but um, we would call each other and leave voicemails, and it would be us. You know, you'd start the voicemail, regular talking, and then just bust into that song. Do we have the audio <laughs> clip? In case I know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, no, no, you're no, no, not no, jumping yeah. through enough hoops, but uh-huh. the, the, Kathy had presented us with a collection of some of these calls, and uh, just to give you an idea of what was going on. Saved yeah, them. Just, you have to give me a second here. Edited She moved away to Colorado, so um, we would talk on the phone a lot, which is um, when this, you know, sort of started. And what what was her name? Uh, you're just like Ronnie Sanford. Uh, Amy Nozel. Okay. So uh, the family of Ronnie Spector had released a statement that said, Our beloved Earth Angel Ronnie peacefully left this world today after a brief battle with cancer. Uh, she was with family and in the arms of her husband, Jonathan. Uh, Ronnie lived her life with a twinkle in her eye, a spunky attitude, a wicked sense of humor, and a smile on her face. She was such a beautiful woman. She too. was, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So the uh, they said that a... Um, uh, in the, the, hang on a second, I'm looking for this. In lieu of flowers, Ronnie requested that donations be made to your local women's shelter or to the American Indian College Fund. A celebration of Ronnie's life and music will be announced in the future, and the family respectfully asks for privacy at this time. So, Case, did you find the uh, the clip? Uh, I'm looking. It's uh, all right if you, if you can't find it. There's also a clip if you if this is at the ready. Case it is of uh, Ronnie Spector talking about. Uh, their trip to um, Europe and especially to England and the reaction they got. Do we have that over? Uh, uh, yes, we're a worldwide success. That exactly. One? Yeah, there it is. So big here that they had to send us to Europe. When we got off the plane, we never expected to see fans at the airport. It was like, what? That's when I knew we were really big in 64. And that's when we met the Beatles. They came to see us every night in the Rolling Stones while opening acts. <laughs> the Rolling oh, Stones awesome. were their opening act, and the Beatles were coming to see them every night. Mm-hmm. All right, that's we had awesome. the Eddie Money messages if you want right. to hear those. Fired up. 
seconds worth of uh, Eddie Money messages, but it, there's another, like, two minutes of this that we just, you know, en- ended up editing out. This is hilarious. Really? It's, yeah. okay. it, I mean, it was constant. It was every time we called each other. I think it, it was got to the point where we were not answering so that we could see what the message was going to be. Sure. And she has since moved home from Colorado, so I'm sure she's getting tons of messages this morning. To turn oh. the radio. What was her name again? Her name was Amy Nozel. Amy Nozel. All what right, is it please. now? <laughs> uh, her, she's she's married now, and so now it's Wood. So now it's Amy okay. Nozel Wood. Amy Wood. All right. All right. Uh, anyhow, so Ronnie Spector, the inspiration for that uh, past uh, at 78. Sad news. Uh, here's some sweet news. Emma Watson and Tom Felton know that their fans want them to get together, and they think that it is sweet. Uh, during the recent Harry Potter 20th anniversary special, Watson admitted that uh, she had a crush on Felton when they were making the films and that they've been good friends ever since. And the revelation made headlines and caused some outcry among uh, Potterheads who want to see the Gryffindor-Slytherin pairing. Uh, and she told British uh, Vogue that we speak uh, most weeks and we think that it is just sweet. I think that, that people feel that special way. is great. And uh, we talked about uh, how uh, it, it. emotional and wonderful. And uh, I'd be curious to see what the numbers are on it now. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, I may watch it again. Yeah, I, yeah. I loved it that much. It was it was excellent. Yeah. Is Potterheads a thing? And is, is that a take on Potheads? I assume. I assume. Right? Okay. Yeah. I assume. Yep. Uh, former adult film star Jenna Jameson, uh, excuse me, has been hospitalized and is unable to walk. And doctors suspect that she has a rare autoimmune disorder. She said in the video, I'm dealing with something called uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome. Uh, Guillain, Guillain-Barre, yeah. Guillain-Barre, okay, that's what I, I thought it had a different pronunciation. Guillain-Barre syndrome occurs when the body's immune system attacks the nerves, sometimes after a viral or bacterial infection, and it can lead to paralysis, numbness, and pain if the protective issue, tissue surrounding the nerves is damaged. And while it's not clear what causes Guillain-Barre uh, early treatment, uh, with healthy antibodies can help ease symptoms, and patients commonly recover within a year or so. But she apparently can't walk right she now. She can't, yeah. Mm. Um, so it can occur suddenly, but doctors don't fully understand why. Uh, previously, specific pathogens uh, like Zika virus have been linked to Guillain-Barre, and respiratory conditions, including COVID-19, are associated with the disorder. The drummer uh, for the uh, offspring uh, had, um, had had it, uh, and really? he had it. 
very bad. I, I think it was over a year where he had that that issue. Uh, I don't know if it's that this kind of paralysis, but yeah, it's um, it's uh, it's unnerving. And she's she's doing okay, oddly enough. Uh, you can have it uh, happen after uh, an infection, a surgery, or injury. Typically starts with a tingling sensation in the lower body or a prickly feeling. Uh, in the feet and legs, and then develops into weakness in the affected areas, which is wild, man, because you might be thinking, uh, oh, my God, I have ALS. Right, you know? I mean, right. you start to lose control of, of your of your nervous system. Uh, so that can be scary as hell, I would imagine. So hopefully she is uh, on the mend. All right, Tom Holland has been asked to host the 2022 Oscars. Uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, that person is yet to be decided, but the Academy uh, has contacted the 25-year-old British actor who once said that he'd be interested in hosting. However, it seems as if Holland will have to decline the chance, uh, previously telling the Hollywood Reporter maybe in the future. But in all honesty, I'm just too busy right now. I don't have the time. But he added that he'd love to do it. And also, insiders told Page Six that Pete Davidson is being considered oh, wow, as a man. host for the 2022 Academy Awards. Come on, yeah. For a while, it became poison. No one wanted to go near it because they were going to scour your past and look for something inflammatory. But you know what? Uh, Tom Holland is a is a uh, song and dance guy as well. So mm-hmm. if there are any sort of numbers like that, he could handle that. So according to his source, the show is looking for a reset and hopes the 28-year-old Saturday Night Live comic uh, will help bring in some younger viewers. So that's one of the reasons why they want to try that. Uh, Life Goes On. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. Used to watch it every Sunday. So the Thatcher family uh, was on that show. TV Line reports that NBC has put in a pilot order to a Life Goes On sequel series in which in which uh, Kelly Martin will reprise her role from the late 80s drama. And according to the official logline, the show will revisit a grown-up Becca Thatcher, uh, now an accomplished doctor, and her extended family as she returns to her hometown. Huh. I, so, I, I enjoyed that show. I yeah. liked it. She was really cute. I yeah. liked her. Um, she was in that, um, what was that movie about, um, God, I'm having a, a brain fart now. Uh, it was a comedy. It was about the hip-hop uh, guy, uh, white hip-hop, our, our friend. Um, huh. uh, Malibu's did. Most Wanted? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And she's she in, was that. in that? Yeah, as an adult. But, uh, yeah, she's she's done some work, but uh, this would be, be kind of wild. I'd, I'd check it out. All right, and then one final story. Haley Mills. Has now won an Oscar, lost an Oscar, and received another Oscar, all for the same performance. So on Sunday, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences presented Mills, a former child star who appeared in a string of 1960s Disney films, including The Parent Trap, uh, with a replacement for the Academy Juvenile Award that she won in 1961. Her original miniature Oscar was apparently stolen from her London home in the late 1980s and has never been recovered. So Mills won the Juvenile Award for her performance in Disney's Pollyanna, receiving a half-size Oscar statuette from the Academy. She was the last person and one of only 12 young actors to receive the Juvenile Award, a group that also included Shirley Temple, Judy Garland, and Mickey Rooney. So that's great company to be in. Uh, She said in an interview in 2018, in the late 80s, I came to California to do a television series, which was called Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Uh, When I came back from that first year, my little statuette had disappeared. And I never found it. Was was, said, was Good Morning Miss Bliss sort of the prequel to Saved by the Bell? 
I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Um, she was... I, yeah, Marissa is saying yes. I remember. I remember she's saying thumbs ready, up. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Okay. She said, and you know, it's not something you can replace, meaning her uh, her juvenile uh, Oscar award. She said, they've broken the mold. I spoke to the Academy and I said, well, look, uh, give me a big one then. And they said, I'm sorry it doesn't work like that. But apparently it does now work like that as Academy President David Rubin presented Mills with a full-size trophy during a visit by the actress to the group's Beverly Hills headquarters. So that's pretty cool. It is cool. I would kind of be interested in having the, the mini Oscar, though, you know, that to be part of that club and have what they had. But yeah, that, it's pretty exclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, and we are ready for the clips. I don't have them here, Case, so oh, I you got can you set them up. That'd be wonderful. All right, so following the end of the world, a group of survivors who make their living as traveling performers encounter a dangerous cult leader in Station Eleven. And here, Hymish Patel reflects on his expectations versus the reality of the production. It's almost a separate thing in my mind. It's this holy period of six weeks at the beginning of 2020 where we were just embarking on this journey and it was all ahead of us and we were so excited and now in my in my head, I've got this alternative universe, you know, where we the, the pandemic didn't happen. We did get to go back, and we spent a summer in Chicago. My board is an upcase. Oh, um, are you sure? so yeah, yeah. I watched Station Eleven, and uh, I've got uh, one more episode to watch, and and I don't know how many they're having uh, for the season, but it'll be the ninth episode. But it's it's one of those shows that's like, uh, uh it's. Weird, yeah, uh, but I'm um, I'm compelled by it. Weird, not well. It's just odd. You're like, okay, where where are we going to go with this? What right. is eventually going to happen? It's a post apocalyptic thing, yeah, and it and it covers both pre and post. Um, and it's it's unique. So I'm I'm kind of compelled by it, but but well, I, now I that you're in, I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm in. sometimes it's like that. All right, I've invested this time. I need. I'm going to ride this out, but. Yeah. You'll you'll see if you get to the final bit of it, and, you, and it was worth it. But I, I've I've been involved with shows like that. These yeah. days, I try to avoid them because yeah. unless I'm completely hook, line, and sinker, there's too much else out there that I'm going to find Press. and enjoy more. I'm two well. or three episodes in right now. This is a show that uh, I'm watching with my son, so we will continue to okay. to do it. It's just something that we can do together. But the season finale of Station Eleven is uh, streaming on uh, HBO Max right now. Okay, so it's just nine then. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it was a, a popular book, so um, I, I may be interested in reading that. All right. Next clip. The students of Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang team uh, team up to save the valley in season four of Cobra Kai. And in this clip, Mary Mauser, who plays Samantha LaRusso, talks about how the power of karate helped her out in real life. I actually have had to defend myself in a bar before and, and use a little bit of Cobra Kai. I mean, obviously, I didn't go full fight mode, but I should say I use Miyagi-Do just defense of like blocking and protecting myself no strike first for me no it was it was a concert and somebody got a little little too excited a little too comfortable yeah. <laughs> season four <laughs> of cobra kai is on netflix right now are you guys finished? such a great I'm, show i'm like six or seven episodes in two zero like... episodes i'm okay. waiting for my son to finish season three so we can start season preston let yeah. me ask you a question because i love it too um but does it does it annoy you at all how often Danny LaRusso says Miyago, Miyagi-Do? He oh, says yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yes. He yes. says it every freaking episode multiple times. There are, or Mr. My, Miyagi as yes. well. He says that so much. But it's um, but it's one of those shows I just can't get enough of. Yeah. And, and it's got, there's some, uh, you know, stereotypes and, and stupid things you have to kind of get past. But I, I love it, man. We knocked that out in two days. We knocked that, uh, that, that last season out. I didn't want to watch it that fast, <laughs> but my daughter insisted on it. 
I wanted it to last a little bit, but here we are. And we finished, so we'll, we'll start watching it again at some point, I'm sure. All right, your entertainment report for today. That is in the books. We have a few things going on, both Kathy and I broadcasting remotely. We'll tell you about it later on if you don't know why. We got into that a few times yesterday and today. Uh, but we have our buddy Todd Glass. Yeah. He's going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. He's going to be in town at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. We'll take a break, and we will come back. Make sure you stay with us this morning. Steve Show Podcast 93.3 WMMR Everything That Rocks So a uh, little remote broadcasting both Kathy and I uh, at our homes and uh, we will have Todd Glass joining us later on this morning which is pretty cool. Uh, but in the meantime there's something that, uh, you know, Kathy were off the, the past week or so and we had uh, considered uh, chatting about something that both you and Casey have been doing and I wanted to check we're, we're pretty much halfway through uh, January, and you guys were going through with what you call no spend January. Is that how you word it? Yeah. yeah we, no, no spending January. Uh, I did it last year, and, you know, we were in the pandemic last year, so I, f- you, know, you know, fully at home and all of that. So I feel like maybe it was a little bit easier, but I extended it uh, through March. So I did it for three months. Wow. It was the lowest I've ever seen my credit card. <laughs> wow. So, so. Oh. I thought you were going to say it was the lowest point of your life. No, I wanted no, to it, die. No, you know what? If, no, it felt great. Like, to get my credit card bill, and it was like, okay. I mean, almost nothing. I was like, this is amazing. Um, so I started doing it. I don't, Case, I don't know where you heard it from. So I, I last year, uh, the girl that does my hair, she told me about it and she, that she was going to do it. She's like, you should do it with me. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I tried it and it's, you know, it's like, and we would talk about it and she's like, you know, it's, you go to the store and like, you just buy stuff you don't need. So last year I was at Target and they had gold, uh, hand weights. So like weights, you know, for your home. And I was like, those are so nice. Like, had I not been on this no spending, I would have bought the gold hand weights, you know? Of course, they're gorgeous. I'm talking to her about it. I'm like, but they're gold. And she's like, you don't need them. You have black hand weights. You don't need the gold ones, you know? So it's like, it's stuff like that. Okay. So, um, Kath, I completely forgot that you had done this last year. I remember us talking about it. So my, my wife is the one who brought it up to me. Uh, and it was uh, presented to me somewhere around December 30th or 31st, and she was like, so get all your spending done now. Um, and so I did. Like, I prepared. Listen, I... Um Got gold, gold hand weights. Oh, no. Yeah. Listen, I, the, the, you have your standards, right? Like gas. You need to put gas in your car. And you need to put, like, food in your body. That's frivolous. You know? so, so the standard stuff you're allowed to, to purchase. But the frivolous things, listen, I have a nicotine addiction. Right. Right? So I bought all of my, um, my nicotine products for the month. Back in December, and now, like, we're here, we are, and you know, Wait, so if you run out, you're not gonna buy well, okay. So, here's the deal here, here is what, here's what I have. Discovered. Here's the gray area. No, no, I have discovered uh, that there are loopholes, Kathy. So, tell me, uh, last year when you were doing no spend January, February, March, that did not count if you had gift cards, correct? You know what? That's funny that you said that because I'm running into that this year. Last year, yes, it was nothing. Like, I I didn't buy anything that we didn't need. And I actually did the same thing for Jace. So, like, you know, if I'm at the store, I see a nice Under Armour shirt. I'm like, oh, he would love that, and I'll pick it up. Well, the kid has more shirts than you can fit in his drawer. So Mm -hmm. I did the same thing um, with him, and and, uh, I just, you know, ran into this. I have these gift cards, and I'm like, do I go online and, and, you know, use the gift cards? But I... I didn't. I'm not. I'm not doing gift cards. I have a question, Case, and I, and I'm not 
you know, poking a hole in your in your theories or anything like that. But isn't stocking up defeating the purpose because you doubled your bill from the month before? You're not really saving on that. You know what I mean? Well, it's called no spend January, Preston. It's not called no spend December. It's not right. called no no save, right? Yeah. Right. So the, 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 there seems to be a couple holes in this, but I think it's a, it's a good idea on the it's surface. A good exercise. Yeah. Uh, but um, for example, you could just buy yourself gift cards in December. And get you through. So, Kathy, when you did... I'm not doing that, yeah. When you did the long run, all that time, Mm -hmm. uh, and what are the parameters again? As Casey says, there are essentials. Hey, I have a list here if you want. Yeah, please. This is from uh, an article that was written about this. And so, the essentials... For no spend month, the first thing you have to do is define those, okay? So that's that's one of the things you want to do. So they are as follows in, in this particular list. Rent and mortgage, utilities, car and transportation expenses, insurance, health care, groceries, and necessary home repairs. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I that's... Mean, I- Anything I didn't need. If if we didn't need it at that moment, I'm not spending money on it. Sometimes you need things and you just can't explain why, though. Yeah. Like so, gold hand Like gold hand well, so, and so I need those. I want to talk about the loopholes in said situation. We talked about the gift cards. The other loophole I, was, uh, I wasn't sure about was... What about money that was already in your pocket? <laughs> so I'm not taking any money out of the bank. I'm not no, using any credit no. cards or anything along those lines. But, you know, <laughs> what if I had... Steve, mm- you said there's holes in this. There's holes in this for Casey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the, listen, there seems what to I, be... What, the way I looked at it and my approach to it was that I'm not dipping into our savings. I'm not dipping into our checking account. This was money that was in my pocket That was that I'm not extracting from... Yeah, but it could uh, stay in your pocket, Case. It could stay in my pocket. Listen, <laughs> I have only had one hiccup, and it, and but this is why you do things like No Spend January, because you uh, don't realize... It was that Corvette. It was not Corvette. <laughs> what, was your, uh, what was your hiccup? My, well, so you don't realize how easily and how quickly you could just go spend $8, yeah. you know? And so I had to, I had to go out and buy... A Pollyanna gift uh, for Polly, and so that that's not part of No Spend January. It was something I had to to purchase, but I found myself across the street from a Chick Fil A, and I didn't even think about it. So, so but that's food. It's, yeah, it's see, unnecessary I mean, food. It's unnecessary, unnecessary food. I could have. You're supposed to stick to like groceries and yeah. stuff that you bought for the home, and you're, not. You're doing it. right? I'm doing it as well. And and part of the reason why I do it, Preston, is like just I, I spend so much around the holidays. I spend so much going into um, you know Christmas that to me it's a way to just sort of save up. The I think what sometimes and Kathy, this is what I want to ask you about it. Sometimes the, the you defeat the purpose by. Uh, it's almost like a crash diet, right? Like you, you work really, really hard in January to not spend any money, and then you get to March, and all of a sudden you're spending, you know, you go on a, on a spending spree. So when you've done that, did you take any of the d- discipline that you had at the beginning of the year and extend it past the no spend January? Well, yeah. I mean, I went all the way through March, so I did three months. And no, I, I didn't like when April came around. I wasn't like out at every store shopping <laughs> right. and you know pulling things like a great like a right. werewolf. So right. uh, no, no, no. I'm looking at uh, at the text board, and here's another. Loophole, and we ran into this yesterday. Not myself, but my wife. Um, tip money is a loophole. Now, uh, for my wife's birthday back in September, I gave her a gift card for uh, Parks Best Car Wash. Right, right. I, I love Parks Best. So, uh, so she wasn't. She got her car washed yesterday. She wasn't spending her money. But I was on the phone with her. I go, "Are you gonna Are you gonna tip the people driving the or you know drying the car?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like. 
but it's no spend January. But that seems that that is an, yeah, to me that's an essential thing. No, I, I, it's not. I, I mean, you look I, like a jerk if you didn't. Then don't then do don't that. go. Then don't go hey, to the car wash. Yeah, washing your car is uh, not necessary. You well, she had a gift card. That. She had a gift card. Yeah, but you don't hey, have to use the gift card now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say that that's that's cheating by no, keeping the, the no. people who, who dry. That that's part of well, that me getting Chick Fil A is not cheating. <laughs> that's what I said. I don't think it is either. I Casey. backed you. I think really? you just went. You you were hungry. Preston, there should be a law for him that deals with no spend January. <laughs> they can argue your case because I'll say this, and I'll, I'll listen. My my main gifts for Christmas are almost always. Amazon gift cards. Yeah. Because I, I get things with serial numbers and, you know, 2.0s and technical things that my wife just says, you know, here's right. what you got. Right. So yeah. I, I, to me, I, I would use that and I do use that. And in Preston, I know you feel the same way with all the stuff that goes on occasionally. And I was never this, this way, but sometimes shopping therapy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, yeah. I I need it's it, legit. and it'll be a dumb thing, and I want a laser pointer or whatever. Retail therapy. Uh, right. uh, yes, and I and it, it 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 serves me well, especially during the cabin fever months. Yeah. But I'm listen, a- I think yeah. it's what you make it. You know, it's it's what you make of it. It if if you want to leave Chick Fil A in there, like okay, fine, that's not a big deal. But if you're not spending, at least for me, like just the money that doesn't need to be spent picking up little things that you don't need. You know, like I, and I really did it, and and it helped me a lot. With my credit card bill and, and having three months where, I mean, it was next to nothing. So I, I think, uh, yeah, there's not like a standard set of rules across the board. You make it, you know, what you want it to be. All right. So, and I can understand that. So you 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 you, uh, you use what you feel comfortable with. Uh, is uh, If somebody is buying things for you, do you accept them or do you? Of course. Well, oh. yeah, that's a gift. Yeah. I didn't spend it. All right. That. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that goes in the plus column. Yeah. You're ahead on that. And the funny thing here is like, you know, so we're doing no spend January and there's, there's no endless pool at the end of the rainbow here. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's, there's, there's no, like, end game here. There's like, no, we're not going to spend any money in January, February, March, and with all the money that we save... Or, you well, know, we'll go nuts yeah. Hang on. in April. According, according to this article, it says you should set a goal to reward yourself at the end okay. of the season. You well, may I... want to save for a vacation or pay off a debt or save for a new car or put more money into your retirement savings or your children's college fund or reach some other big goal with the money. What so... about a, a gold Peloton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay, so let me ask you. Uh, fantasy football earnings. I got my check for my fantasy football championship. Uh Last week, my uh, it was a check. I, I deposited that into the uh, to the bank account. I feel like I should have access to that money. No, and, and it, no. it's not about money. It's, it's not about, about the spending. It's about the getting. Kathy found money. I don't think found money counts in no spend. <laughs> if you're if you're on a diet, and somebody put it. <laughs> What if you get a paycheck during that period? Whoa, whoa, yeah, what, well, well, Nick's making if, the point. If, if, if you're, you're on a diet, diet, somebody hands you a free ice cream cone. You're not allowed you to eat ice cream cones. No, they no. there's zero no. calories in free ice cream no. cones. The whole intent behind all of this is is the discipline and not spending money and just trying to sa- save some and set some aside. And if you're successful in doing it, you're going to end up with uh, more savings and a lower credit card bill. If you if you want to cheat, go ahead and cheat. But well, recognize approach... that what what you're doing while you're cheating is defeating the purpose of the first. Right, 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 right. 
but my approach always to winning fantasy football is I get a treat at the end of the year. Right. Right. That's how I ended up in my my bike that I ride this, uh, you know, in the in the, in the uh, uh, bend to the shore. Right. It's my the guitar I got for myself. That was really purchased. Good, yeah, that yeah. was purchased with fantasy football money. It was. It's always purchased. Wow. With fantasy All right. Football well, that's money. very good. Yeah. yeah. When, so, when did fan fantasy football end? Uh, I believe uh, uh, right around Christmas or right after Christmas. I think. Uh, Spend it before January. Yeah. Um, December something or other. That yeah. ship is sailed. Yeah, but but uh, I didn't get the money until after until after that. So you so. feel that money in your pocket and money that you have access. So, so I agree with you, by the way, on some level because right. uh, 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 here. Well, here. But and, again, the, the the thing, the whole purpose of this, right. Is it to save money or is it to not spend needlessly? Well, here's the deal. And, with I, and they're both. I think it's both. With they're the both. fantasy football money, and and this is this is where I stand with that. Like my wife and I, we share everything, right? Like we, you know, we don't have separate bank accounts. Everything that we make is is ours, right? Yeah. But fantasy football is mine. That is mine. She has. She doesn't get that at all. That's does she that. have a similar way? Does she have her own? If she cash? wanted to do okay. fantasy football, she could. Right. But like, no, that's... she runs off track betting. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, she didn't put the, the money aside. Who are you liking in the set? <laughs> yeah. So put that money aside, Casey. If it's your money, put it aside. But it, it's still she already did deposit it, so it's it's already in <laughs> our account. So that money, I should be able to take that. that out. Nope. Uh-huh. I, I, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say go go to the the you know the fast food all you want, mm-hmm. but uh, but I'm going to disagree on that. On if, that. You're, if, you're buying, you if you're buying, if you're buying things, you're yeah. like you're like 15, 16 days away from being able to spend it. You'll be. Fine. Oh no no, I'm not spending it now. Oh, I, I'm I'm I hate you because you said that that money's not mine. That money's mine. That that eight hundred dollars is I, no, mine. No, I'm not saying that money's not yours. Oh, I'm saying just right. don't spend it in January to stick to the rules. Order what you want now. Well, I don't know what I want with it yet. Uh, See, here's I've what been happens on the fence about what to what to purchase with that. No, with you the can't order, Steve. Like like order. No, it, no, Kathy, I can't order. order. I I have things that I've ordered a year and a half in advance. <laughs> I'll go home and there'll be like a three foot box on the floor that says <laughs> Batman on the side, and I was like. I totally forgot I ordered this. So, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, that's that's my thing. Casey, question: How much did you win? If you don't mind disclosing, eight hundred bucks. So right. we, um, my the guy and I that we went in the championship, uh, we decided to split the the winnings fifty uh, fifty before the the game even. Uh, the games were even played in that yeah, last Yeah, your bets. I thought it was yeah. a smart well, move. Yeah, so I'm so, glad. I'm glad because he hedged the bet. He's the one who called me, and yeah. I was like, mm, okay, let's do it. And then he ended up winning. So, By the way, with this with this no spending January thing, is this um, is this are, are a lot of people that you're hearing about starting to participate in this? Because you two are the first I've ever heard uh, on this concept. I mean, like dry January has become a yeah. bigger thing. Right. Right. Well, this is a thing, too. It's not uncommon to find people who are doing this. So is this a thing, too? Yeah, we I did don't... it with a group of people last okay. year. Like, there, there was a bunch of people that did it. Kathy and Nick are the only ones that I know that are that, that are doing it. But, you know, there, it, it's obviously, it's a trend. It's a, a, an online trend. Well, he, Preston has the article about it. So yeah. it's clearly something yeah, that's yeah. resonating. How about not spending money on booze for January? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, I won't. <laughs> Just no, drink not, what you have in the house. I'm not going to buy any booze in January. <laughs> So I, I think it's a good idea not only just to uh, save some money in, in the time being, but to make you aware of what you can do without uh, and, and like, you know, gold hand weights or whatever gold, it is. Gold I mean, yeah. You know, you 
you look back at those things that you buy that you use a couple times, and you're like, why? You know, I mean, this well, is, this well, is and I'm, I'm doing a thing called live my life exactly as I was living it in December. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like and and that. that's uh, that's how I do January. Well, so let me ask you It looks very this. similar to December, except it's later. So I, I've been uh, barely able to get out of bed in the morning. I hurt my back last week. And, um, like... I, I feel like I need a, a massage or, or, or something along those lines. It's, and, and it's so, frivolous. Well, that's almost medical. That's that medical, yeah, yes. That's self-care, and, and so yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's cheating. I think that's you, you taking care of yourself. It's like, so. Nick, if you're on a diet and you walk out and there's a seven-layer cake right outside right. your door. Right. If you eat that, yeah. that's Zero okay. calories. You're just yeah. taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's always yeah, a mean, loophole. I wouldn't say mine's strict re- strictly retail, but that's mainly where mine is. I think strictly retail makes the most sense because there are things on yeah. the periphery that are, that are again, Chick-fil-A, I wouldn't consider that crazy. You're eating. You need to yeah, take in hungry. food. Yeah, by the way, yeah. the, the Chick-fil-A by the Granite Ramal is the best Chick-fil-A <laughs> ever. Do they, do they know you feel this way? You know what they do? Why? Like, be, uh, be, a because uh, press the, the lines are never that bad, oh, and B I like it, that. they. I know because the one in Springfield. No offense, but the lines are terrible there. Yeah, and um, you know the food's always great, and the lines are are long because Chick Fil A is awesome, right? So I get that, but like the lines that they grant and run one are are great, uh, and then also the guy, the manager, listens to the show. There you go. Okay. So, All right. so, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's like you're, you're like, does he wave you forward? No, no, but um, I, yeah, Steve, he's, he's at the front. <laughs> oh, Mister Casey, come right through to your sandwiches. Yes, no, but uh, I was there. Gosh, let this man through. Like a year Steve, ago, do, or whatever. Do the mouth pop thing. <laughs> where he eats let this man through. He's uh, Casey from the radio. Let him through. Well, you know how. Like, okay, and this this sucks because sometimes you know people will look at you and you're like, oh, okay, this person must listen to the show, right. and you know you're just you, nice. you have toilet paper hanging from your shoe, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that was happening with the with the guy from Chick Fil A, but then he said something. You look like, stupid. <laughs> yes. Did you have toilet paper hanging from? Your no, shoe? no, no, no. But but he was looking at me. I was like, okay, but I'm not going to just assume that right. this guy listens to the show oh, because okay. he's smiling at me or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, but as it turns out, he did, and he, you know, he said something. He referenced the show. And Listen, anytime you come here, I put you at the front of the line. Charge you double. Charge you double. Charge you double. <laughs> Steve, I, I know you like fundamentally disagree with this, but like I, I agree with Kathy. When you get to February and March, and your credit card bill is next to nothing, it, to me that is. That's the therapy that I get. That's like the feeling of like I have accomplished something, and so like I, I know like shop uh, shopping does that for you, and, and get, brings you like these sense of happiness. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm buying. And I, I know what you're saying. I'm I'm, I'm buying things of such small, uh, sure, sure, significant, like, yeah, like and they're fun. Like, yeah, like like um, did I need a replica of uh, Speed <laughs> Racer's car? Right. No, but I when I Preston when I go into the office, you saw my cars lined up there. It makes me smile. But when I look Step. at that bill, and it's like. Under a thousand dollars or whatever, and I it's know awesome. that it's just great. Like to me, it's like, oh yeah, that feels yeah. good. You know, Actually, wait, buy and you know what, Nick? Right? To, go ba- to go back to your question, you asked me, you know, if I then, you know, went out and went on like a shopping spree. I, I did not, and I don't plan to. However, I completely forgot what I did do when I started shopping again and bringing things into the house um, in April. I and I this lasted for a few months too, like through at least part of the summer. Whatever I brought into the house, I had to get rid of something. So if I bought oh. a piece of clothing, I had to take something now out that's of my impressive. closet. Chase, and- pack your bags. <laughs> you go, buddy. Sorry, yeah. I need this basket. Uh, well, you're- that's a good. That's, yeah. That is a great idea. We. I wish we had that at my house because we just accumulate 
too much. You also you also have you have and this was a design of mine, a built-in fail-safe. When we got our house, I didn't want to get like, you know, um a house that was bigger than two people and animals needed so that we would never have a room where we could just put stuff and knock I wanted to uh, have the it, that sort of dynamic exist, Kathy, where when yeah. you do bring something in, you're like, okay, if I'm bringing this in, what's going out? All right, so here on this list are the pros and cons of the no-spend January. And it says no-spend month because <clears throat> you don't have to do it in January, but everybody seems to kind of like to do these things right. at the beginning of the After year. After the so, big spending of the holidays. Here are the pros. It's a short-time commitment. It's only one month. You don't have to live in extreme frugality forever, just a few weeks. Number two, you get clarity on your budget. How much are you spending per hmm. month? Yeah. A no-spend month is an ideal way to find out. Uh, you can focus on your priorities. It says, are you spending money on things that are most important to you, or are you just getting caught up in the rush of everyday life and spending in a way that's not helping you reach your goals? And then finally, you can identify areas for longer-term savings. If you can go a month without spending on certain things, what if you can go a year? Uh, how much money could you save with an extra $100 to $200 a month, which is kind of like what Kat- Kathy did and stuck it out for three months? Why not live in the woods and eat berries? I, if you want yeah, to take yeah, it yeah. to that level, rock on. Yeah. All right, so so those are those are some obvious reasons, and you might find out a little bit about your spending along the way. Now, the cons are, uh, it says that diets don't often work. Having a no spend month is kind of like putting your spending on a diet. If the thing is, uh, but the thing is, those kinds of short term diets often don't work, and it can be challenging for people to change their habits overnight. It can be hard to go without spending money in a way that they're used to. Um, so. You know, it, it's it's just a temporary thing. I see it as kind of a litmus test, really, mm-hmm. rather than a way of life. Uh, then there's another one that says uh, it's only one month. A no-spend month can be a good way to start moving your finances in a better direction, but it may be better to take a longer-term view and make an overall plan for your budget and spending. But this is, is you taking it out for a test drive, Preston, really. is one of the cons that you eventually walk into your friend's house and she's working out with gold weights? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you become instantly Son of a jealous. bitch! Kind of. Yeah. Which of your friends are superficial. Where'd you get that? <laughs> Which, by the way, gold hand weights, like like two and three pound little weights that yes, you do. Preston, yes. And it had like matching, you know, like bands with like the, the oh little uh, handles for gold. Yeah, I, I wanted the whole set. Listen, I know. What are you, Imelda Marcos? Because yeah, that's no, what I'm thinking. Because of no spend January, they didn't need it. Mm-hmm. I just and this is what it does. It makes you realize, I don't need that. I don't need that. And then a con for it, the last one on this list is small dollar spending is often not the most significant part of your problem. Uh, depending on your financial situation, no, no spend month might not solve your biggest financial stresses if you are buried in credit card debt, falling behind on loan payments, struggling to afford your rent or car payments, or otherwise having a hard time paying the bills. You likely need more help than a single month of no spending uh, can provide. So that's that's if you really have budget issues big time. This well, isn't uh, just let me spend less. This is you know trying to get your life back on track. I've been in that situation when I was trying to get a business up and running, and that's a nightmare. So as of as of the past. Once Claire took over everything, my wife, <laughs> we we paid the bill. Every, you know, she keeps track of that. And if you know, okay, this you know, we need to cut back a little bit, then we do that. Yeah, you need. To I didn't pay my bills uh, it, when I was on my own, not because of lack of funds, just because of lazy, laziness and stupidity. Sure, like you, I, you I get you another know. card, right? Oh my God! Thank God, my wife uh, yeah. handles all that because yeah. it's uh, she's been the savior. She's just detail oriented, and I am not. <laughs> 
Steve, yeah. you asked about, you know, like rewards at the end of a, a no-spend January or something along those lines. And for me, it's it's Valentine's Day. Like, you get through January. And right. You go out for a nice dinner or, you know, treat yourself or whatever. And so that's like a little goal and a date in mind. And you get to that and like, all right, cool. We can go out and celebrate. You know? In my brand new Lambo. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are you doing re- not doing restaurants during Correct. Yeah, no restaurants. Okay. I mean, we're just sticking to the grocery store and, you know, cooking at home and stuff. And so, yeah. Well, uh, no, no gift cards, um, no Chick-fil-A, uh, nothing along those lines. But, like, it, you know. Um, what if you, you walk to... out in the morning, Nick, and there's, like, a Stephen Star meal sitting on the picnic table? Well, if it's waiting for you there and smells good. Candles. That's here's, totally fine. Here's why I think it's okay to use a gift card, because I, I don't know if you guys are impressed. I, I do know. Because, because it's money already spent, right? Well, no, 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 no. Because, uh, and Press, I know that you have this situation. We have a Hutch filled with gift cards oh, that yeah. we have never ever used and this will this will cause it cuz my wife is the one going through the, she's like we have a $100 spazo gift card for yeah. you know this restaurant media i'm like how long have we had that we've had another yes. one yeah i think i think actually that's a great idea for a whole month. Do that. Spend, all, spend, your, spend your gift, gift cards, cards in a month. So can you see if you can go through all of them? Because a good idea. I think a lot of people get backed up on those things, and I know I have. And can and you try to get hand and stone massage and facial spa yeah. gift cards that I haven't used, and I need to use those, and so. Um, that's a great idea. Well, Preston, does that, does that's that, February. Does that yeah. under or can you combine them if you're not spending, but you're spending your gift cards? Is that con? Intuitive, counterintuitive. No, I don't think so. I think it's. I don't see it as the same. That you can't trade that in for money. Yeah. It's it's now almost like a barter. You have this thing. It You're is screwed. Only, it's only good for a product. It is not yeah. good for cash. So right. I don't think that counts as spending. To be honest, I love it. Mm. The, the right. case. The I think the gift card thing works if you want yeah. to pursue that. But the only thing is, you can't tip. Well, tip them with a gift card. Yeah. Tip, them. Yeah. Yeah. tip them with a Wawa gift card. Uh, Here's a back You're not going to tip. You can't go out. You're yeah. going to want to hold on to this one. Right. It's a car. <laughs> no, Anyhow. You explain, you explain to your server, hey, it's no spend chance. You're right. right. They'll, they'll understand. Yeah. They'll, they'll totally get Wait, it. Before yeah. you eat that soup, let me take it back to the kitchen. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we're going to wrap. Uh, we, we, we hope. We wish you luck if you decide to do this or if you are doing it or you want to set maybe another month uh, in your mind to do it. It's a, it's a no spend thing and it might be good for you. Uh, we're going to going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. we got some B-File stories up next. Our buddy Todd Glass is going to be on shortly. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it. Weekly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash? Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Kathy and I both uh, broadcasting from home uh, today, and you can actually watch us on our YouTube uh, channel if you'd like to. Watch us. We're, we're streaming live. I have a new setup. I'm not in my bedroom anymore. Uh, down in the basement. I'm actually nestled right up next to my drum kit. I can actually reach really? and touch oh. it over here. Yeah, You, you care to uh, give us a little, uh, yeah, a little taste camera, a little bit later? So. Oh, there That's you go. Right there. Oh, yeah. Nice. Right there. There you go. And you have a little uh, bit of Rock and Roll Museum behind you, it looks like. Yes, there's. Uh, I have some autographed uh, items that I've. Uh, that's my little shrine uh, to cool. the 
drummers and rock stars and people that I've met. And, There's a, uh, a yeah. Kathy uh, pin up behind you. <laughs> Actually, I have a, a picture of Kathy. Man, you may not be able to see because I, I lit oh, the yeah. area. Like you I lit said, the picture uh, of me. <laughs> the shrine to Kathy oh, Romano. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, you can kind of see it. What? What is it? It is. It is the painting oh. that used to be in oh, the yeah. hallway. I don't know. The... You, I didn't know you had that painting. I, re- I remember seeing it around here. I didn't know it went home with you. That's cool. I took it. Yep, I nice. took it because it wasn't doing anything with it. Here's here's the light. We all look like face. bridge trolls in that thing. And let's uh, just be no, clear. you the don't. They look fantastic. A... It's a, it's a, a an actual an artist did it. She was oh. amazing. All right. Yeah, it's a uh, show so... picture. It's not like you have a picture of me framed <laughs> in your house. But you're there. Oh, <laughs> actually, yet, you yet. know what, Kathy? Hold on. Oh, uh-oh. hang on. I have something right behind me here. Oh, I, I hope it's what I think it is. <laughs> no. Oh no. It's on my guitar. Okay. Oh yes. Kathy King yeah. this. It's a guitar pick with her face on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> on both sides. There's oh, a okay, little... good. Oh, I thought right. it was going to be that picture she took in the morning in the in the mirror. Okay, at least you have that, Preston. That's good. That's back in the studio. We still have that, uh, the picture of her. Yeah, Casey's got it. Actually, he's holding it up <laughs> right now to the I was the, just going uh, to say, every once in a while, I'll be doing traffic or talking, <laughs> and I see that from the other side of the board slowly creep mm-hmm. up, and it's just my face. <laughs> Raise uh, that up. One morning, I woke Wait, up and didn't know what happened. Preston, what is that pinup photo that you have behind, us to, to, behind you to the left of the one guitar? Right here? Yeah. Uh, that is um, uh, Carla Giacchino, or Carla... Um, yeah. Giacchino. Uh, what's that? Gacino. Gacino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when she came in the studio and she played Silk Spectre in um, the Watchmen movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. so that's a that's a pinup picture of her, and I had her autograph it and sign it. And then the one next to that, that's Rita Hayworth. Right. And when Tim Robbins was in, wow. I had him sign that, and he wrote on it, and he's got an arrow to her stomach, and he says... Uh, uh, it's not salvation. Oh, freedom lies within is wow. what he wrote, and he autographed it because you know, he, of course, he tunneled through and right. the poster covered it up. So the freedom lied uh, lies within. It was a really neat thing, and uh, and I have a picture of he and I together up there, which I thought was pretty cool. So. Very cool. Uh, and then I've got you know a few autographed guitars. That one's from Brian May. For those of you who are watching, that's right. Brian May. Uh, that is Don Felder of the Eagles when he came in. That's a good. One. And I just went out and bought a real inexpensive guitar and, and had. Who them. autographed the tuba behind you? I, I don't have a tuba. Oh. Behind me. That's uh, that's not. And here's a, this is a Neil Peart uh, ah. autographed drum head and, and sticks that were actually used in a concert and a bunch of other drummers and stuff that I've met through the years. So noise. My little spot down here. It's my little kind of man cave thing. But I wonder if I could. I don't know if I could hook the drum kit up. Uh, oh, it says audio. right. It's an electric drum kit. It's an electric drum kit. Yeah. So I'd have to. I do have a mix. Well, I'll work on that later and see All if right. I can make that. Maybe right. tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. do you have another input on the, that little brick system that you have? No, I don't. But I have a little mixer that I could run both my microphone and the drum kit through, and then run out of the mixer into yes. our uh, the broadcast unit. But that's going to take some work. I'm not going to be able to do that now. So we'll see if that can come together. But uh, real quick, can I do a shout out? You yes. Uh, this is from a friend of ours, uh, Pip Freak. Ah. Had uh, emailed me, and he said, hey, guys, just got to the hospital with my wife for the birth of our second little Pip Squeak. Uh-huh. Please send some positive energy, and that is from Pip Freak. Oh, that's so awesome. Pip Freak, if you remember, he broke the record for uh, piercings <laughs> yeah. on his body in our studio, and it was oh, like 
over a thousand of them. It's like fifteen hundred. Um, yeah. And he failed to do the proper uh, <laughs> the proper paperwork and submitting for a Guinness Book of World Record. But he did it. It was so bloody. It was oh, it was we terrifying. we were here. We bore oh. witness to it. It was amazing yeah. and terrifying. He, so yeah. a shard for him, Preston. Yeah, please. <laughs> And hopefully everything went well with the delivery. Yeah, yes, I was going to awesome. say, they, they actually had the baby. It was a little girl. Um, and I, I, I erased the email. Persephone. Persephone, Steve, <gasps> the middle name is Morrison. Persephone Morrison Rumette, uh, born nine pounds. Wow, that's a big baby. Nine pounds, 14 ounces. Wow. 21 inches at 11.09 yesterday. Mom and baby are happy and healthy. The Morrison name, a is, great name is popping up actually a little bit more because the, 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 the actor who plays Boba Fett. Last name is oh. Morrison. Yep. It's not Tommy Morrison, uh, the boxer from no. 95? <laughs> Tommy Gunn? Yeah, Tommy Gunn. <laughs> Persephone is a great name. Yeah. My, my son had a, uh, the marching band did a routine that was a homage to Persephone, and I kept saying, what is Persephone? Yes. I have no idea. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. And then eventually I found out, oh, okay. But it's a beautiful name, so that's is cool. That, is there a nickname for that? A Percy? Uh, Seth, oh, maybe, maybe, or Percy, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like Percy. Ifo. Uh, Ifo? Yeah. Ifo, yeah. Um, and, all right, we should do the, yeah, we should do the Bizarre Party. So. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, I'm going to lead with a local story. Doesn't happen too often. Uh, but when planning uh, to rob sex toys from an adult store, it is best to avoid establishments at which you recently applied for a job. Yes. A 29-year-old man is behind bars on multiple criminal charges after allegedly stealing $350 worth of items from a Pennsylvania business and threatening to stab a clerk who sought to stop him. A gentleman by the name of Jacob McFarlane last week entered the Adult World Emporium in North Wales. I've driven by that place so many times you have no... I've actually been in... It's been ages, but I've been in there a few times, yeah. So, and he walked out with a pair of self-pleasuring apparatus. He grabbed a $95 flashlight and an auto-blow AI... Which retails for about two hundred fifty dollars. You know, tired of bo- borrowing and, and sharing the flashlight. Right. Yes, like, like his yeah. own. I'll yeah. tell you what, Preston. Wouldn't there be a wouldn't that be a great show? A supermarket sweep version that takes place in an adult store. Yes. Oh, they have to that. run around, dude. Yeah. Adult we, store we supermarket sweep. Yeah. We got to do that. We'll do it. And maybe they'll have the auto-blow AI. Yeah. I I assume that stands for artificial intelligence, right? When an adult world... anal intrusion. (laughs) I like the second one. Uh, When an adult world worker uh, confronted McFarlane in the store's parking lot, the accused thief allegedly threatened to stab the man. Uh, The employee was, quote, able to identify McFarlane because he recently applied for a position at adult world. Uh, The victim said... And you were going to get the job. The victim said Jacob came into Adult World and instantly walked to the back of the store and grabbed the two sex toys. Uh-huh. Officers quickly located McFarland at a hotel just steps away from Adult World. <laughs> he was found carrying a knife and a backpack with a lock on it. He was uh, behind the door hearing. <laughs> Cops applied uh, for a search warrant uh, for the backpack, which apparently held the purloined toys. Uh, McFarland was charged with robbery and several misdemeanors. A 31-year-old Michigan man. He's facing charges of second-degree murder after police say he killed his boyfriend of 10 years following an argument over a video game. Over a video game. Doquin Watkins was arraigned on Sunday and the charge after he was uh, and then charged after he was arrested. 
Police say that they were called to an apartment just before midnight on January 6th. When police arrived, they found the victim, Rory Teasley, inside the apartment unconscious and not breathing. Teasley was taken to a hospital for treatment but was pronounced dead there. And police believe the two men were playing a video game and got into an argument over the game and eventually ended with Watkins choking Teasley to death. Do they mention what game it was just for some context here? And I know that at times you felt like you've yes. to choke people while playing a video game. You just can't go through with it. <laughs> right. Watkins is being held without bound. I'm curious, too, Steve, as yeah. to what game they were playing. A Metropolis woman. And I'm where not Superman sure, lives? I'm not sure where the real Metropolis is, uh, but she was arrested after. And, Steve, I brought this up because of something when we were playing the loon sound effects the other day. Yes. That you had uh, brought up as as Norman from uh, On Golden Pond. A Metropolis woman was arrested after throwing a crock pot during a domestic disturbance. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, it was Norman who wanted to be murdered by having a crock pot dropped on his head. Uh, police said that they were called to the Spence Apartments and saw 20-year-old Haley M. Dummett uh, in a uh, parked car as they arrived. And officers said that they learned the couple had been arguing, and Dummett allegedly threw a crockpot full of food onto the floor, then attacked the victim. Crockpots are heavy, man. Yeah, they are. Uh, police said that the victim had scratch marks on his arms and face. Uh, Dummett was arrested for domestic battery and taken to the county detention center. By the way, Steve, you sent me a uh, <laughs> On Golden Pond movie poster. Was that Jason? Yes. From, okay. So it's the boy, Jason. The, what about the boy? Uh, yeah, from, from the, yeah, it's called on, the 13th movie. On Crystal Lake. On Crystal Lake. Oh, yeah. I didn't see the If you title. look at the poster, it says On Crystal Lake. So it has that loving, that beautiful picture of, of uh, Catherine <laughs> Hepburn and Henry Fonda and Jane Fonda. And at the bottom is the face of the boy. And you remember in the original Friday the 13th, Jason as an adult with the hockey mask doesn't exist. Right. Uh, what you what you see is the sort of mutated boy who lives in the pond and and uh, you know yeah. died. Set the mom off. So the poster's hilarious. I love it. Colorado Parks and Wildlife officers rescued a moose that had become trapped in the basement of a house in Breckenridge on Monday. Why officers- don't you forget the moose? <laughs> Thank you. For a moment. Officers uh, received a call with the report of a moose trapped in the basement of yeah, a home. I'm trapped in the basement of a home. I can't get out. Uh, wildlife officers responded and discovered a moose that had been grazing their home and had fallen through a snow-covered window well and into the home's basement. I'm Respond- perpetually fascinated by by this this creature. Are, are you a moose fan, oh, Preston? Big time. Or can you ever forget about the moose for a moment? <laughs> no, I can't. I will never forget about the moose for a moment. Why don't you forget the moose? <laughs> For a moment. Uh, Responding officers opened doors to create exits uh, for the moose, uh, but could not get the moose to leave because it required going up the basement staircase to reach the exits. And moose don't like to climb stairs. They just don't. Uh, CPW officers tranquilized the moose. They cut off its antlers so that it could fit up the home stairs and reduce further damage of the home. Antlers! Uh, moose antlers <laughs> typically fall off this time of year. <laughs> really? And the, and the moose will grow new antlers this spring. They just yes. fall right off? Yeah, so they're like elk of the same yeah, way. They, okay. they, they lose them, and then, and then they come right back. Uh, police helped uh, the wildlife officers carry the moose up the stairs and outside where it was safely released back into a quality moose habitat. Yeah, there are tons of them all over the place. You see them all up and down the interstate. The quality moose hotels. Moose antlers uh, are so like um, they're, they're they're different. They're weird. Yeah, they're unique looking. They almost that, look like mushrooms. I almost feel like they shouldn't even be called antlers. They should be called flatlers. Flatlers or right? something else. Right? They they're not a, standard antlers. Yeah, they should yeah. have a different name. 
huh. work on that. I'm yeah. going right. to work on that. I'll be right back, guys. An elementary school in Illinois advertised an after-school Satan Club hosted by the oh, Satanic okay. Temple for stu- Satanic Temple for Students ah. in uh, first through fifth grade. Uh, and of course, thank you drawing- all for coming today. <laughs> uh, I just want to let you know we're signing people up for our volleyball team. Uh, so this is drawing the ire of some parents. Uh, children at Jane Adams Elementary School in Moline, Illinois, are invited to attend an after-school Satan Club on five different dates throughout the spring semester, according to a flyer that was advertising the club that was posted online. Uh, Parents uh, posted a picture of the flyer on social media. One said, how is this even a thing? I just know that they're about to catch hell because I would I would be going the F off Uh, in a state. Taking me out of the school. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, in a statement, uh, school district's well, spokesperson can I join the Satan Club? <laughs> says what? the district has policies and administrative procedures in place which allow for community use of its public fun- publicly funded facilities outside the school day. Yeah, such activities include opportunities for religious groups, regardless of denomination, to rent the facilities for a fee. Uh, the spokesperson said that uh, they noted that a Christian evangelism uh, evangelism group. Uh, had been uh, afforded the same opportunities as the Satanic Temple. Uh, Flyers and promotional materials for these types of groups, they said, are approved for lobby posting or display only and not for mass distribution. Uh, The flyer for the after-school Satan Club (laughs) promised students who attended uh, science projects, puzzles and games, arts and crafts projects, and nature activities. And uh, sacrifices. And that is what I have in the bizarre file nice. for you for now, friends. All right. Uh, is our guest uh, going to be joining us next, Casey? Yeah. In fact, I think he he's already on the Zoom with us. Uh, but, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, so he should be ready to go next nah. break. Oh, awesome. Right. We'll break and we'll come back in a second. Our good friend Todd Glass will be on the program, appearing at Helium Comedy Club this week. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Want to see something scary? Like a demonic Dave Grohl? See the brand new trailer for the Foo Fighters horror film Studio 666 on our website. It's under rock news on WMMR.com. So, you know, obviously some uh, technical uh, slaloming that we've had to do uh, yesterday and today with both Kathy and I uh, working from home, which, by the way, I know we're, you know, almost two years into the pandemic thing, but the working at home thing, I'm just coming around to how awesome this is. (laughs) You're enjoying it, are you? I I want to be there in the studio with you guys, but there's a little slice of heaven about walking downstairs and going to work. Um, So, uh, so anyhow, back to the technical slaloming that we're doing. We were try to have our guest on on Zoom. He's going to have to be on the phone line because of uh, the way the broadcast setup works, but uh, we're happy to have him on in any way, shape, or form. I don't know. we have any intro music or anything, Casey? I have no idea. We do? Okay. Uh, There it is. I knew it. Yep. Uh, So, he's at Helium Comedy Club Friday and Saturday. Like the singer says, please welcome Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Hey, Todd. Hello, 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 everybody. How That's everybody. Me? Yeah, we can hear you. How you doing, my man? We got Kathy. We got Nick. We got Marissa. We have Casey. We have Preston. We have Steve. Come on, everybody. <laughs> it's, it's And the gang. And the gang. And the gang. Yeah, well, it's, it's good to hear you, Todd. I mean, it's been a while since we spoke. You're in town. Obviously, things are a little precarious. 
but you're bringing your special brand of merriment and mirth to, to, to helium. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but the thing with you, though, is you have not been dormant during all this. You do a lot of online content. You're doing your various podcasts. You're constantly working. So you're, you're sharp as a razor. Would that be safe to say? Yes, as a matter of fact, I'm doing so good in my career, and I hope I don't come off braggadocious, <laughs> but um, I flew from L.A. through Hawaii to uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> wow. You actually went <laughs> the Hawaii route a long way. It's a little more money, but it's, this, is the guy, this is the character I came up with. He brags about things he can't prove he didn't do. Nah, I flew through Hawaii, you know? <laughs> it's a lot better. Um, yeah. I do have a show tonight at Helium, and then Friday and Saturday, too, oh. just so Mark Grossman doesn't have a nervous breakdown. What <laughs> about that, Mark? I love that guy. One oh, show, I can what? see him calling me. Todd, it's Mark. I know you're doing your interview, but please plug Thursday. Friday and Saturday, we're doing fine. Right. So tonight is one show, 8 p.m., correct? 8 p.m. Well, we do have a three shows tonight are sold out. But we oh. do still have reservations for the eight. Okay. So you're actually okay. there's four, right. four shows <laughs> on a Thursday with three being sold out. I would call this yeah. the opportunity of a lifetime to get in on that final one remaining 8 p.m. show for to see Todd. Steve, you, Steve, you get it. Now, I, I hope I didn't cut Preston off. Preston, no. I think you asked me something about city hydration. Yes, yeah. I did end up going again. Thank you for at least answering that. I appreciate that. <laughs> You know what, Todd? When you were in here last time and we did that that hydration thing, I'm like, I, I see more and more people doing it. I see more and more comedians doing it. I think you were at the uh, the, the tip of the spear, so to speak. And now I'm kind of thinking about it Wait, might be worth doing it. What is well, it? Well, you know, I think you just asked me if they're opening one up in Wayne, and yes, they are. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. and the thing is, is that you're doing this, there's going to be no... Payback for doing this? None of these mentions? You, In fact, you're going to shun any special offers or deals they might give you because that's not the way you roll, right? Oh, my God. That's called... There's a name for that. I'm, I wouldn't have... But let's move on before we... I, <laughs> You know. Wait, let's Wait, not no, move I on. Know, I want Kathy, to know what it is. Do you remember we had him come in and the, the IV bags and all that stuff? Okay, and, I, and yeah, you would not, never do that. Well, so... Not that yeah, I would... you tried it, Kathy... You, it, some things are not too good to be true. Like I'm telling you, they they put vitamins in there and just on just the uh, what is it called? They put moisturizer in there. They put I got it's an IV. Well, yeah. So, so I know, I know, and that's the, that's obviously the hesitation. But somebody, uh, a friend of mine who also had COVID pretty bad, said afterwards she did that, and it it brought back her energy. It made her feel bad, kind oh. of like on the tail end of it. It kind of gave her like a little boost back into normalcy. So I was thinking about it for her a little bit. But yes, I know it's an IV. So, well, that honestly, so Todd, so you're you're a big uh, proponent of this. You you believe it is? Would you call it a game changer? Oh my God! Are you kidding me? I feel I haven't felt this good since I was 13. <laughs> 13 was the banner year for Todd Glass, and you're getting to replicate that now. So there are different types of, of uh, solutions. Like there's, like, uh, basically there's a menu of different things you can do, correct? Yes, and I got the, the zinc and the vitamin D and the vitamin E. But enough about city hydration. Uh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, like, uh, to give anyone the wrong message. 
But it is good to, to hear you guys. I miss you. I thought I was finally going to get into studio to see you. I know, yeah. I know. And we got this thing flaring. The, the, the news is saying that we're we're sort of hitting the crest, and you know, uh, it'll uh, it, hopefully we'll be over that. I don't know. Everyone's taking the precautions. But uh, yep. did you ever get COVID during this whole run, Todd? Listen, I don't get COVID. When you go to City Hydration, it prevents things <laughs> what? like that. Oh. Is that true? And that's not said in the in the spirit of Plugola. That is merely an honest assessment. But it is good to be back in Philadelphia. And, I, you know, I've already been to Wawa 15 times. <laughs> 15 times and you got in what? I mean, I guess you were in last night? I got in on Tuesday. I like to get in. You know, I used to get into town early one night. Now I get in two nights early. Soon I'll get here a month before my shows. <laughs> well, I know mm-hmm. that you get in traditionally a couple of days early because you do like to take that uh, L.A. through Honolulu to yes. Philadelphia route. <laughs> also, by the way, and, and again, like I, just in case I forget to say that this is not a plug fest, but my new show, 10-Year-Old Tom, Yes, it did get... I'm being totally honest with you. I think I'm allowed to say this, but it it got picked up for another uh, for another season. So, Todd, I just saw a little bit of it, and and I was, you know, and you are you play the principal on the show. It's very funny. It's uh, it is uh, it's on HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah, that's got to be a blast for you. Do you know what I, I did the audition? I don't know if we talked about this yet, but I don't really like auditions. They make me nervous. But during the pandemic, in like the first five, four months, I was like, well, I got to do something. So I did the audition. It was from my house, like what Preston just mentioned. I'm like, wow, this is nice. And I have never done this my whole career, but I smoked a little pot before the call. Wow. Never done it on an audition ever. And it relaxed me. And I knew the material was funny. And then it made me excited to do it. I wasn't nervous. I did it. My manager called. I called my manager like two hours later. I'm like, you know, I know, Alex, you don't know if you'll get it or not. But I go, I did really good. I was proud of myself. He goes, you got it. I'm like, shut the front door. That's not what I actually said. (laughs) I clean it up for radio because I'm I know what I'm doing. You know, you're you're a pro. And and it's been they just the ad libbing is I was always afraid one day I was going to come in and they were going to go. All right, Todd, you know, we love the ad libbing, but pull it back. They, it's like 50% off script. So for me, with my dyslexia, not having to stay to a script is very, very... The whole thing is just a blast. Well, let me let me ask you, because you, obviously you've done some acting and, and uh, you know, you've appeared on different shows. I mean, so... Uh, so um, you had to do some auditions at some point in time, but are you are you um, now? I mean, listen, you have so many fans who are in positions to kind of float work your way. It, 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 do you get? I mean, for like for this role, were you called because they wanted a Todd Glass, uh, you know, person? Or, or it was. Or, it was uh, I think he had me in mind. It sounds that way, but obviously, um, you know, they don't know to like, you know, ask you to do it. But I think he had me in mind. But it's. It's so much fun. It really is. And I didn't even know what my character looked like until I actually saw it on um, when the show debuted. I watched it the night it came out. I was like, okay, that's what I look like. You know, jokingly, I told them because I have a bald spot in it. And, you know, part of me goes, who cares? But I told the guy, I said, Steve, I go, if we get picked up for another season, can we uh, get rid of that ball? <laughs> uh, well, the, ca- the the show is smart and it's 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 sharp and uh, so well. Congratulations if it's been yeah. picked up for a second season. Is this does this light the fire for you to perhaps do more animated stuff? I hope so. It's so 
it really is fun. It's easy. You go to, you know, you go, you can wear your sweatpants and I get my cup of coffee. And, you know, I didn't want to be unprofessional since I smoked to, to get the role. I got it by smoking. <laughs> I go, I'm being honest with you. I go an hour over an hour early every day and I park my car in the lot <laughs> and then I, I get my coffee. It's one of my favorite parts of the morning. And then I smoke a teeny bit. And then I go in, and I'm very, like, I'm feeling all uh, mushy and gooey and good. You know, it's it's kind of weird since over the years that we've known you, and you've come in, and it may, it may have been a time here and there where you did the, the old wake and bake and so on and so forth. Well, here, now now on the station, we're running commercials. Medical marijuana. Medical marijuana. So, yeah. they, you know, the, the, the tide is definitely uh, uh, turning. So I don't think, do you think you'd be met with resistance if you said to... People, especially out where you are, that hey, I you know I smoked a little before I came in. Would that would that be a, a bad thing? Would you be? Uh... No, I don't think as long as, long as you're doing the job. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm in there doing it, you know, I don't. If you smoke, you know what I mean. Sometimes you can have you can be at one level of being high, and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, you have a wave of self awareness, and you're like. Oh my God! Am I too high? Was that, was that too much that I just did? Did I go uh-huh. over it too much? But uh-huh. they've they never said anything. And um, by the way, um, I would like to promote my own new brand of um, marijuana. It's called the, the Chunky Ding Dong. And the, the, the Chunky Ding Dong. <laughs> that rolls off the tongue. The Chunky Ding Dong. Yeah, it's a, it's a. It's a <laughs> It's actually, that's from a running joke me and my friends had. What if you were walking down the street and a guy jumped out, like, behind a building? He goes, hey, you want to see my chunky ding-dong? I think most people would go, well, now I actually do. Most people, you say? Most people. Most people, I think, even if they'd want to go, no, get out of here. If it was a well-lit area and you're with friends. <laughs> I, I think the, yeah, the, the amount of light yeah. and the company would dictate oh. whether or not you would take them up on seeing the Chunky Ding Dong. Well, yeah. you don't want to put yourself in a compromising position, you know? Sure. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I, I think Just so. to see what that is. I would be, I would be intrigued to hey, see what a Chunky do, Ding Dong Do you is. guys, and I don't mean to, you know, to own the interview, but do you guys want to hear... One of my new uh, jokes that might be told at the uh, at the Helium Comedy. Well, is this an exclusive? Yeah, is this an exclusive? This is an ex- yes. All right, so let, let, let's let's give you a little bit of a fanfare. Do we have anything here? Let me. I can hit. Wait one second. How about the Don Rickles? Uh, do we have that? Yeah, yeah. yeah All right, yeah. so we're going to give you the Don Rickles um, music, and then you can debut this material mm-hmm. uh, right after. Okay, Todd. Yeah, it's Mar- Marissa. You know, at first what you said to me made me a little mad before we went on air, but I'm glad you said it. Who? What did she say? Marissa. <laughs> she knows what she says. What did, what Marissa she, knows what she said. Yeah, she knows. Oh, she said, I thought you guys knew. She she told me, you told me, to. she told me, Preston told me to say this. She was, hey, Todd, pick it up a little. This is the number one show in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> she's a Man, she's, yeah. she's a tough taskmaster. Oh, yeah. And then you said right. she made she made a racial slur, correct? Oh, God. No, she said, by the way, maybe if it's just me and you at the club tonight, you can show me your chunky thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Case. I'm ready. You got the music? Yeah. Here we go. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the debut of the new joke from Todd Glass. Hey, you know when you they say car towed at owner's expense? Yeah. I honestly don't get that. Like, what are the odds you're going to go down to the tow yard 
You're going to go, how much time? Are you? They go, oh, no, sir. It was already an inconvenience. We towed your car. We picked up the expense. <laughs> <laughs> and how about when they go, like, they go littering fine on the side of the road, no more than $250. Is that for people that are thinking it might be worth it? Don't worry. <laughs> it's not going to be any more. It might be less, but it's yes. not going to be any more. I, I like this, uh, Todd. These are both these are both winners. So They're both winners. And also, I have a joke about a pigeon. Now, I've had many jokes about pigeons over the years. I know. And new one. I love your joke about pigeons and why they choose to live in bad neighborhoods. <laughs> right. Any, but by the way, that's... That's the truth with any bird. I yes. see a bird at Disneyland, and you know what I think? Does he know not to leave? <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Does a bird in Disneyland go, you know, I told my brother that once. He goes, well, Todd, they don't live in bad neighborhoods because they're not like people. They don't know. I said, oh, really? Thanks a lot. I had no idea. <laughs> you ever hear comedy? Get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a pigeon walking down the streets of New York. Like you had somewhere to be. It was the best thing I ever saw. <laughs> now, what I did after that might have been wrong, but I wouldn't do it now. You just have you learn new boundaries of what's right and what's wrong. Sure. But I velcroed a briefcase to the side. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it looks like he's rushing to work. So you you basically had to look like a pigeon executive. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the uh-huh. pigeons, like hustling down the street. You know? Yeah, walking very confidently. <laughs> yep. Right, you're right about. I've often wondered about that. Birds in certain places, and if they know that this is like it's like, for example, do they actually think that like the Magic Kingdom is an actual real castle, or 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 the thing that's always I found fascinating is the occasional bird that makes its way into a mall. Yeah. Oh, oh by the way, that or a bird under a table at a restaurant freaks me out. I can't stand finding birds under tables at restaurants. No, no, no I mean an, an outdoor restaurant. Oh, oh. I might go under and get a piece of it. Because you know what happened? One time a bird went under the table, and when he, he fluttered out, his wing, his, this is a true story. It's not a big deal, but it's how his wing hit my knee, and it made my stomach get all like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Are you afraid of, like, avian um, bird diseases? No, I don't. Well, thanks a lot. Now I am. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) Enough with all the jokes, though. All right. Um, Let's get serious. Let's get serious. By the way, that's what I say five minutes into my act if they come see me at Helium. (laughs) Todd, more importantly, is there a method through IV treatments with which you can fight various conditions? Hey, by the way, if you're talking about city hydration, which, by the way, I'm going over there today to get a facial. And not one of these facials where they just take lotion and rub it around your face. Oh, great. That's going to make me look no different. Right. This is one where they suck out all the impurities and then infuse you with vitamins. The type of facial where you get home, they go, wow, you look great. (laughs) Well, that sounds incredible. Yeah, we still haven't heard the new pigeon joke, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Oh, that's embarrassing. Casey, it was the one walking down the street with the, he put the briefcase, the briefcase on him. Right, 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 right. Okay. Oh, that, oh yeah. That was good. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it now because he's, um, you know, I, I think it would be, I, I was trying to think about Bob Saget the other night. Of course, Bob yes. was from Philadelphia. Yes. And um, I, I didn't really, you know, at first you're like, well, I don't want to look opportunist, but I'm in Philly and. You know, if I died and, and um, I did nice things, I would hope people would talk about it. But 
it, you know, it's funny when you, you learn. I know that was an abrupt change, but I wanted to. It would make no, no, we, we've actually, we've, we, we've, for the past couple of days, we've been spending a lot of time talking about Bob. He's a, a friend of the, the show, as are you. And, and uh, you know, and, and it, it, it is something. So we'd love to hear your take on, on, on Bob and, and any uh, reflections on that. Well, you know, it's, this has happened a few times when people die is that you realize if they were nice to you, and that's your story, and then you learn, oh, my God, they treated everybody that way. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's like, in a way that I didn't know Bob that well makes this, you know, really sort of drive home that thing, how sweet he was. And I heard someone say the other night, you know, you hear someone, oh, he was nice, he was nice, because he was more than nice. And, you know, he nobody's perfect. Human beings make mistakes, but he was a really sweet guy. And years ago, I was like 22, I knew him. I met him when I was 17, but I worked at the Comedy Works. You don't, you don't know who he remembers and who he doesn't remember. Right. And then when I saw him out in California once at Jerry's, I was like, again, I was like 20, maybe 24 at that point, 23. And um, I was like, hey, Bob, you know, I, I said hi. And he goes, oh, yeah, I remember Philadelphia. You don't have to keep, you don't have to remember me every time. And I, I remember saying, yeah, I guess it's better I do this than the other thing where you go, hey, don't you remember me? Right. And um, he goes, yeah, yeah, I guess I will take that. And then a little while after that, you know how stories get a little bit over the years. You, you know, you might, you don't know how many years it was after that. But I was, I saw him at the airport, and he, bu- he bumped me up to first class. Uh-huh. Yeah, wow. he's like, and he made like some joke about it, like it wasn't. He goes, oh, I, I'm, I need to uh, pay it, uh, something, like I need to, you know, do something nice so I can get into heaven or something, or like pay it forward, or and um. Wow! I didn't sit next to him in first class uh, because that's not the seat they had. But I was like, I thought, oh, my God, that was so sweet of him. And then really after that, I saw him once or twice over the years. The same thing at a party. I would always like, I didn't want to go over. Hey, Bob, remember, you know, but. um, You know, know, it's it's that case in the stories that you hear. And I always say, you know, you, you judge if you really want to get the real perception of somebody. The, the the stuff they don't pr- promote themselves, the things that they're not banging the drum on themselves, those little quiet things that are not in front of cameras, that are, are shared between just well, maybe another person. What he did for Pete Davidson, for example, was t- he was talking about taking an active interest in helping him beat his his demons, staying on the phone for hours, talking to his his mother, Josh Gad, and and uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and a lot of people were laid very sincere. Caring stories where it wasn't like, um, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to pay lip service to this. How you doing? And then you're off the phone where he would literally invest hours talking to people to try to improve, help them and improve their situation. That's the essence of the real person. Yeah, exactly. he, he was. It was really, and, um, you know, it makes a difference. I'm sure he, you know, like I'm saying, if that's what he did. And by the way, when I say he bumped me up the first test, he didn't work at the airline. He used to... <laughs> And then when he sat down, and then later when I got off the plane, he pulled me aside aggressively. He pulled my arm, and he pulled me over, and he goes, Hey, later, for what I did, I want to see your chunky (laughs) ding-dong. That's beautiful. It sounds like it's too dirty to say, but it's really not. 
Well, the chunky, so the, the, that's it was the whole step off for the whole thing is this beautiful Bob Saget encounter and the chunky ding dong. So, by the way, a chunky and a ding dong are both lovely treats. So keep that in mind. You got a chunky bar and a ding dong is a uh, you know a little like a uh, chocolate coated treat. There's nothing dirty about that at no, all. No, 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 not at all. It's, if it's two great tastes, it tastes great together. Yeah. And also, what, uh, when I was uh, like 16 or 17, he was one of the first comedians I saw at the Comedy Works in Center City, Philadelphia. And, you know, it was very different. It was like, it was silly and dirty. And that, that's before Full House or yeah. the other things. It was silly and dirty, which I found, it was like one part of his delivery was like a like a like a, 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 a t- an elementary school teacher dealing with her kids, very yeah. childlike, and the other part was vulgar, and it was like this blend of both at a nightclub. So it was very interesting to see. But anyway, Todd, do you remember the absolute first comedian you saw that made you say to yourself, "I I think I want to do this"? Well, we went down there when I first found out about stand-up comedy in high school. We didn't even know what to expect. Like, we would go see, like, Stephen Wright and Jerry right. Seinfeld, Jay Leno, Gary Shandling, Gilbert Godfrey, you know. Uh, it was just an amazing... Eddie Murphy was there, Roseanne Barr. And, um, but the first weekend I ever went was Tom Wilson, who was, like, 20. Yeah. Played, and then uh, Judy Toll. And then Meyer and Young, that were a comedy team. And, um, and then we went back... In that month, that's when we saw Bob Saget. And then I remember going back again to see Bob Saget with my parents. And um, he talked to us. We were in the first row. And he said he didn't have any friends. And he asked my parents if he could come home and live with us. <laughs> and we didn't even know. He was just doing a little crowd work. Hey, Todd, you, you said Tom Wilson. Is that, uh, is that Biff from uh, the um, back, back to the Future, the future. movies? Yep. Hold on, back up a little. It's a little hard to hear you, Casey, I think. No, that was Preston. Preston was asking, and Tom Tom Wilson was from, is the actor also as well that appeared in the Back to the Future movie. Yes. Yes. yes okay. That's right. Right after he moved out to L.A., he, uh, he, he had that role. Another sweet guy, by the way. You know the good thing about stand-ups, I will say this, that, you know, whenever I bump into a stand-up that has, like, I knew it at a club level, but then years later, they just go to this, crazy level, whether it's, you know, Jim Carrey or Will Farrell, whoever it might be that you knew when sometimes they were even, you know, you were bigger than them. And then you bump into them years later, overwhelmingly, always sweet, always nice, always kind when you bump into them. So comedians have a, even though, you know, they're not all perfect, they have a pretty good rep for being pretty decent. No, yeah, that, and that's, it's, it's good to see that. It's good to see the community. But you have that, you know, you have that reputation, and people speak glowingly of you, and you, you're, you have that fan base amongst other comedians, and that says a lot about you as well. So, uh, well, even though it's hard to take a compliment, I'll take it, and, and I, I appreciate it. Because, you know, I know, I always say, like, I like to be greeted with love. I'm very insecure. When I go somewhere, it is nice to be greeted in a loving way. And I know that if you're, you know, the best way to make that happen is to be that type of person. Yeah. And then that comes back at you. So it's really a full circle that ends up, uh, you know, making your life better, too. But, well, so, so you're saying, like, you got, and but you spend time with someone before the, the chunky ding-dong comes out, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, you I should... can't stop saying that word. You should. I heard you... it on TikTok. You should. I heard someone say it on TikTok. <laughs> now I can't stop saying it. Well, if someone else owns it, then you can't do that. But you should trademark it and, and make some swag. You know, have this, if you know if that's something that you're going to run with. Do, well, do... I thought about calling my band, the ladies and gentlemen, the Chunky Ding Dong. <laughs> that's oh, a good yes. band name. <laughs> yes, that is a great band how, name. How is the band, by the way? What's what's the status? The band's great. I said, hey, do you mind guys getting up because I'm going to do President Steve when I thought it was video? And they all had stuff. You know, they're like, ah, oh, I forgot I have a thing at that time. What is it? Oh, my parents are going to come over for things. They got things. Yeah. Well, that sounds kind of vague. It does. Hey, yeah. Todd, uh, and I-, I love the way you incorporate your band into your act. And yeah. I, was, I wasn't sure um, when you were going to be recording your-, your Netflix album. Well, I recorded that already. No, I am. Are you? Are you? Are you running the joke? Or I am, you, dude. It's yes. been going on for like three years now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I can't get rid of that joke, and I love it. If I ever tweet about something I'm doing, they're like, when I tweeted about ten year old Tommy, they're all like, oh, is this your Netflix special? <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia, baby, listen. I'm back. And let me tell you something. When you people might not know that are listening. But when you come to see a Todd Glass show, I make it a special from the minute you walk into the door, the minute you get to the bar, the minute you're in the showroom, the pre-show, you feel like, wow, tonight's about to be a special night, you know? Well, yeah, case. it is. And and what I love about your act is is that I know you work really, really hard at it, but you, you work so hard at it that you make it look like you haven't put any work <laughs> into it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think my brother asked me that with the band once. He goes, how much of that stuff is rehearsed and how much is ad-libbed? And, um, but it's, uh, I mean, at the heart of it, it's a stand-up show. That's what I say when I think people aren't enjoying it. I go, hey, folks, if you might think of suing me because this isn't stand-up, but I was already sued and the judge said it technically is stand-up. <laughs> I love the fact that you are you are self-deprecating through, and, and almost you're you're performing on stage and you're almost playing the role of someone watching you perform and you criticize yourself and it's uh it's hilarious but i mean that's you know the whole presentation with the band and the punctuation it's a little bit old school like yeah. you know like and because i know that you have a, a reverence to you know the the old you know um, comedians comedian, of yours yeah, yeah. And, but you you have this um really fresh take on it as well well, I try. Thank you. Thank you very much. Am I getting an award right now? I think so. We're, we're actually working on our obituary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're, we're into the interview is what we're doing. Is that what's happening? No, 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 no. no, no. This is only the first quarter. We're, we're through the first. one more thing if we're wrapping it up? We're not. No, it's kidding. Oh, oh, okay. Was that Nick? Yeah. What's oh, that? Oh, I thought... No, oh, Nick, never mind. Nick is what? still here. You what thought are... it was someone with some authority. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did Marissa tell you about Nick? No, she just said that... No, never mind. I shouldn't have brought it up. It's stupid now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's okay. He said uh, the old 23 skadoodle. Uh, you know. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 23 skadoodle. What? The old 23 yeah. skadoodle. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love that when and you you actually mentioned that when people throw out things like that as if you you understand what they're talking about those little you know like oh okay it just depends on the way you say it like the old twenty three skadoodle okay I I can kind of guess what that means but I really don't know what it means so hey, what does that happen <laughs> hey what is that what, is, what does that mean I go well, I don't want to get into it now that's always a good one. hey by the way ladies and gentlemen uh, listening to the President Steve show. 
I want to say this now real quick because I might forget to say it at the end, but I always forget that you guys, you know, you have your podcast because I'll be everywhere around, you know, everywhere. Like I'll be in Chicago. I'll yeah. be in, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be in, you know, I've been in Alaska. People come up to me. They're like, yeah, we used to listen to you on the President <laughs> Steve show. Wow. And they still listen to you guys on your podcast. So, uh, I will also be at the Arcade Comedy Theater. I don't have to give the date. Go ahead. Go After ahead. this week, I'm heading there to Pittsburgh at the Arcade Comedy Theater to do shows there. So just a quick shout-out. And also, this place is so small, Helium won't mind. On Monday, Martin Luther King's birthday, I'm doing a two shows in John and Peter's in New Hope, a 6 o'clock show. It gets dark at 5.30, why not? And then an 8 o'clock show at John and Peter's, Martin Luther King Day, two shows, the band. If you've ever been to that place, they swank it out for me. We go black tablecloths, candles, I bring oh. the band in. Wow. They, they, That's cool. And New, New Hope's is a great place to hang out, too. You can make it a uh, make it a whole night. Exactly. And they yeah. can, And by the way, if they want to, after the show, we can go out near the shed. I can show everyone my uh, my chunky, chunky ding dong. Well, you know your your Martin Luther King shows are legendary. Yeah. <laughs> and we're we're no, but that should be awesome. It's it's good to have you back in the area. I only wish we could have gotten you in the studio, but. Look, listen. Next time, we'll absolutely yep. do that. Next time, yes. But it, but 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 always good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're wrapping it up. I get nervous. I don't. I don't want to be unprofessional. No, Todd. Absolutely. This is Someone's yeah. We, we just hit the halfway mark. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Thank you. Maybe I'll get out my joke book and tell you some jokes. Hey, do you want to? Do we have a second? I could. I could run something new by you. What sure. do you say, Preston? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, we got yeah. we got time for something new. With, uh, well, this is based on people that say, you know, and my Chip, my friend Chip Chantry helped me write some of these. By the way, I give him a shout out. He's opening the shows at Helium. You know, when some people go, oh, and they still try this. Oh, in in uh, Hong Kong, it's polite to belch after your meal. Right. Okay, which is not true. These are the people. These people worry me that seem to be rationalizing maybe an old, a bad quality they have as a positive thing in another country. It's like. It's like these people that know where you're not supposed to tip everywhere. You know, they're like, in France, you're not supposed to tip. You know, that's funny. You know, all the places you're not supposed to tip. Okay, great. <laughs> so these are, Chip Chantry sent me these, and these are uh, people, basically, it seems like they have a bad habit, and they're trying to make it like, oh, no, in Hong Kong, it's polite to vomit on your friend's wife. Yeah, make it a social norm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. yeah, in Europe, they only shower once a week. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, no, no, in France, you're supposed to wipe your mouth on the tablecloth at somebody's house. It's a thing. No, 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 in Switzerland, you're supposed to steal from your grandparents. It's an actual, it's considered an honor. No, no, in Spain, you're supposed to go over someone's house for dinner, then fall asleep in the basement with your pants at your ankles while petting their dog. No, 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 it's, it's tradition. No, in China, looking through a woman's purse while she's in the bathroom is a sign of respect. No, 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 Casey, Casey, you're not listening, President. In Germany, you're expected to leave a couple drops of pee on the back of the toilet seat. It's like, okay. No, 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 no. In, in Switzerland, it's considered polite to steal to leave all your dirty dishes in the sink if you have a roommate. It's polite. No, no, no. In Japan, it's a sign of respect that you leave Cheeto crumbs all over the goddamn couch. No, 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 no. In Mongolia, it's considered rude 
not to borrow money from your sister-in-law. It's a thing. <laughs> in Brazil, it's customary. Now, in Brazil, now listen, you guys, I'm not I'm telling you this. In Brazil, it's considered customary. Customary to dent your friend's car when you borrow it and then don't say anything. It's a good <laughs> That's the custom. <laughs> That's, yes, yes. Oh, I love it, Todd. Well done. I love it. I'm so glad we three, got that. Three shows are sold out tonight, but the 8 o'clock is still available? Yes, and then we have Friday and Saturday. Look, guys, always, I, I miss I miss you guys so much. Like, going in studio there, you know the deal. Yes. There's that many places I don't mind getting up early. But Preston, <laughs> Nick, Kathy, Casey, Steve, the, the whole gang. I, I Coming back into the studio is going to be, at least it'll be, like, exciting when so, I get to come I, back. I here. tell you what, when we can arrange it, we'll we'll, we'll do something big like the fanfare. Like, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do it up in, in, in glorious style because it'll be great to have you back. Oh, yep. and also, people, wear your bow ties to the show. It really classes up the place, <laughs> and there's not a bow tie I miss. Well, well, all right. In Pennsylvania, it's considered a compliment. Yeah. If you wear bow ties, consider it a compliment during a show. Yeah. Amazing. All right, Todd, heliumcomedy.com to get your tickets. Don't miss them. They're selling out fast. It's always great to talk to you, my man. Have fun while you're in town. City hydration, baby. Yeah. All right. Todd Glass, guys. Yeah. There he goes. I, I, I'm Todd, serious about Todd trying that out. Have you ever done that, Preston? No, I've never done the, the, the hydration thing. I Actually, that sounds like a pretty solid idea. I've seen more uh, and more people on like, social media, a lot of comedians. I think it's a, a Kreischer doing it, I think. Yeah, Kreischer did it. Uh, he had a couple of shows, I think, out in Colorado, and they, they, they came out to whatever camp he had uh, rented out for uh, him and his whole crew, and they all did it. And so we had Todd in here doing it, and then I think we had Nick Thune. Yes. We just so happened to have a couple of extra B12 right. bags. Yeah, and right. And Nick's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, you know. We just had a, we got an invite from uh, an outfit in Delco. Uh, this lady sent it. Her name's Jennifer, and she sent it to all of us. Huh. And so there are plenty of local options if we want to look into it. We can, many, we can do so. How many points for Delco is that, Press? Uh, uh, I, I don't Oh, no, for getting any There's points. There's one in Plymouth meeting and one in Conshohocken. Do you have one? In, <laughs> none in Delco. Do you have I mean, one in Bucks, Bucks County? County? Yeah. I'm sure, yes, there are Bucks County. Well, well Fresh has it. Uh, Glowderma has it. Does, does, oh, there you go. Did you guys cancel each other out? Cancel no points. Out. No, because <laughs> nope. they didn't reach out to us. Mm, okay. Uh, that's a good uh, with that, uh, we need to take a break, so right. we're going to do that very thing. We will come back in just a moment or two. Make sure you stay with us on the Preston and Steve Show. Saturday from noon to 2, the MM Army rocks the newly remodeled Giant on Street Road in Ben Salem with free samples, raffles, and a balloon artist and face painter for the kids. Check out the new Starbucks, sushi program, hot bar, expanded beer and wine department, and natural and organic selection. Uh, quickly, if we may, I'm going to mention a, a butt plug, a, a charity uh, mention here, if you don't mind, and it's it's uh, terrible news, and it's with the uh, uh, the lawn care service that I use, Terra Lawn Care. Yes, uh, friend uh, Fred is is the owner, and uh, he has set up a GoFundMe account for one of their employees, a guy by the name of Juan Sanabria, uh, who suffered a brain hemorrhage before oh Christmas, and is apparently in a, in a very bad way. And it's terrible because he did stonework here at my house as well, so. Uh-huh. 
we have a close connection. But um, yeah, he's he's in a real bad way. He's got a wife and a young family, little kids, and everything. And uh, the purpose of the GoFundMe is to help uh, with his wife with the the medical bills. Um, so I had uh, Nick post that information at uh, PrestonAndSteve.com. And uh, also, uh, in addition to raising funds, uh, they're asking if people can drop off some donations like gift cards, diapers, Enfamil, uh, things like that formula. Um, they can drop them at the Terra Lawn Care offices. If you know where that is, if you're in the Collegeville area, uh, they're at 3481 Germantown Pike. And Monday through Friday, they're open 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. So if you wouldn't mind dropping off, they're saying no amount or, or donation is too small uh. and is greatly appreciated. So that's uh, that's terrible news, but I wanted to pass that along and, and see if maybe the uh, community can uh, reach out and Jeez. help. Um, I wanted to bring this thing up, and it was a um, something that Casey... Uh, posted on Instagram yesterday. You know, it's it's interesting when something has been a certain way for a long, long time, and then all of a sudden it's just not anymore. Right. And you may not realize that things have changed, and you go about business as if it is as usual, and case in point, this situation with Casey. So you're driving. Yeah. A guy is uh, perturbed with you. What what happened? All right. So, uh, yeah, I was driving uh, down uh, Glendale Road. Uh, Glendale becomes Eagle Road. And there's an intersection where Glendale becomes, I think, Eagle. But also, uh, coming in from the left, there's a street called Vermont. Right? This is in where ha- is this, Casey? This is Havertown, Delaware County, Delco. And um, so... What's weird is uh, at this intersection, for as long as I could remember, if you were making a right-hand turn in a couple of different directions, you didn't have to stop at the stop sign. So, I'm a- Wait, is it one of, one of those signs that says "accept right turn"? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there is a giant stop sign there, and it says "stop, accept you know right turn." Uh, right. So if I, if I were making a left on the Vermont Road. I would have to stop and, you know, make sure I had the right of way. I was making a right, so for as long as I can remember, you just go. And so as I'm approaching this intersection, uh, there was a, a van, a gray work van, that was coming from my left in Vermont, and they were making a left to go essentially either in front of me or behind me. Right. I didn't think I had to stop, so I just plowed through. I mean, didn't even attempt to slow down or whatever but this guy mind you was rolling through his stop sign but uh he uh he starts laying on his horn right and right. and I'm actually uh, you know talking my wife is on the phone with me at this point and uh I say uh I he, the dude's laying on his horn and I just kind of look at him and nonchalantly say I don't have a, a stop sign sea sucker and I just keep going, and this dude... Well, but, like, I wasn't saying it angrily. Yeah, I was yeah. just saying it sort of matter-of-fact. Yeah. You know, go ahead and lay on your horn, bro. I got the right away. Right. Um, but he laid on his horn for a good four or five seconds, and then uh, and then he was coming up behind me, and, and as we're approaching a, another light, he's making a right on the Reed Road. I'm continuing straight to Dunkin' Donuts. And uh, he comes up behind me and lays on his horn again. And as he's making the right, I kind of slow down in the middle of the intersection, and I make sure that he sees. I'm telling him right, right, he's, yeah. he's number one. Right, right, right. right. Um, so he's a sea sucker, and he's number one. And were you were you videoing some of this? Or? No, no, no. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't video any of this. But so, okay. uh, but what? what and I'm not, I'm not mad at this guy, right? I, like I, I honestly, I even at this point, I'm not holding any ill will because in my mind, 
I didn't do anything wrong, right? I, you know, I was following the rules. Right. I was following the rules of the road. This clown, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Now, and I had a similar situation where I was driving down Township Line Road and I was going through a school section, you know, and the lights were blinking. Right, we heard, we remember that, so you... Well, no, I just want to give yeah. you my frame of mind here. And so I had a lady who was uh, laying on her horn and then flip, double flipping me off and I'm not mad at her, but I just wanted her to know that, like, hey, I'm driving 15 because that's the speed limit right now. Right, like, I'm not right. mad at you, but, like, you're wrong, you know? So I didn't have an opportunity to tell this guy, hey, you're <laughs> wrong. So You just flipped him off. I just flipped him off. But when I got home, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a public service announcement. So I, I in my driveway... I, I, I hop on my phone. And I saw this, by yeah. the way. I saw the first one. You saw the first video. Yeah. Well, I only saw the second one, uh, so I'm, I'm interested to hear what the first one said. So the first video, I just simply, hey, public service announcement. If you or anybody you know drives a, and so this is still a public service announcement, <laughs> drives a gray work van, and you were at the intersection of Vermont Road and, and Glendale Avenue, and you were honking your horn at a guy in a gray Subaru Outback, I just want to let you know you were wrong. I was right, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And so I, I post a video, and and even in the video, I go, hey, no hard feelings here, you know. Just yeah. want to let you know that you were wrong. No, your tone and tenor was pretty, yeah, amicable. Yeah. Uh, so immediately the uh, the comments are going, dude, it's an always stop sign now. Always, and, and I have no idea because now at this point, I'm like, go out. I got to go get my son from the bus stop. Yeah. So I go to pick up my son, and then my wife calls me, and she's like, hey, just want to let you know you're getting a lot of comments. I'm like, yeah, I saw them. <laughs> uh, and so I dropped my son off at, at the house, oh, and I I hightailed it back to that, that intersection. You wanted to check it out for yourself. Well, I was 99% sure that I was wrong at this point because <laughs> so many people had responded like, dude, right. it's it's a it's a three-way. People are saying four-way stop sign, but I'm, I think it's a three-way stop okay. sign. But either way, um, and then sure enough, I, I'm, pull, I'm approaching and, and it... And I, I pulled out my video camera. Yes. Now, I listen, and I don't um, condone this. You know, listen, when you're driving, you, you be be safe. But I, I made sure that when I did this, there were no cars behind right. me. I was driving slow, and I videoed the <laughs> the approach up to the stop sign. And I saw that I was wrong. <laughs> it says always stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. It says mm-hmm. always stop. Now, it doesn't say it big. Um and like it doesn't say, count if it's written small. Well, <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Isn't it a stop sign? Yeah, but, yeah, but some some of them for the longest time it, it had a sign underneath that says "except right turn." Right, and okay, so, so those you just go right through. And I mean, so, which is which is always weird. I've uh, it, everywhere I've been in the country, I've never really seen those except here. Oh, really? Um, quick, quick question, and, and 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 strolling right through a stop sign makes me feel uncomfortable, even yeah. though it says "right uh, except right turn." I have to make absolutely sure that I'm doing this right. But Casey's been through this intersection countless times, so he did it easily and hadn't noticed and rightfully so because it was you know it was automatic for you for to just years. roll right through that for yeah 30 years i've been going through this stop sign i've been going through this intersection and for 30 years it has been you know uh no stop when right, you're making right, a right yeah. hand turn so well 29 years well yeah probably but either right. way uh, i was rounding up preston <laughs> i know no dad it's not 345 yeah but, they, but people have pointed out yeah. that that it may have been changed for as long as maybe a year so that's you... what that's what i'm hearing that at some point in maybe 2021 
or maybe even late 2020, they changed this. So, so not only do I owe this guy an apology, but everybody else that I <laughs> blown through the stop sign, I owe you an apology. Like, and like, I get mad, like, and, you know, like because. I'm not a blatant, like, uh... Scofflaw. Scofflaw, right? You know, like, I... Right. You know, just the night before, I was with my son in the car and... Robbing somebody, a liquor store. No, no, and there, you know, this guy was pissed off because somebody wasn't going uh, as soon as the yeah. light turned green, and he's honking on his horn, and he ended up, like, going around them and, you know, driving into oncoming traffic to go around. Like, that, that's not how I operate as, right. as a driver. So, this guy who... Thought that I was just being a total a hole. I wasn't. I was being a. I don't know how you would uh, an absent-minded a hole. Right is what I was. So you're you're unaware. So you then then you decide. Okay, in this video, well, you, I need you, to do a mea culpa. Yeah, right. Okay, I, I need, and it was know. well done. By the way, you could tell you were straight up like you you were eating crow. You yeah. uh, you you fessed up. I was flat out wrong. I was wrong. You know. Yeah. So uh, you know, and and so when I was wrong, I promptly admitted it in all my affairs. Is uh. <laughs> Is uh, something I've learned over the years. Yes, Kathy. No, I was just going to say. I mean, for you being from Delco and knowing everything about it, I mean, this definitely is minus fifty points. <laughs> oh, listen, she, you Preston. can't erase fifty I, points for a say, successful yeah. landing say, of a helicopter. Listen, I would say <laughs> subtract five points for my my error, but then add five points for me. Uh, you know, owning up, up to it. So we're still at fifty. So yeah, it's kind of like. A By the way, penalty. I think. Casey, I'm, I'm going to go with my original thought is no taking away of points, yeah, only yeah. adding points. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to avoid this debate all the time. So, we'll get into that when it's official. Okay. So you did it. You did the video. Any, no, the guy never saw it or never contacted you back, right? The odds are really rather small that that would happen. Yeah, probably not. And, and but here's the deal. Like, would you, would you, <laughs> my car is, stands out so much because I have like stickers on it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, that if this guy ever sees me again, like, he's going to be like, oh. Okay, so it's like the lady who ran me off the road that one time. Yeah. Like, dude, she had, like, freaking flames on the side of her car. I'm like, yeah, the one you wished uh, Merry Christmas to? <laughs> yes. Uh, I Merry Christmas. C-word. C-word. Uh-huh. Like, she ran me off the road. But, like, she had flames on the side of her car. So anytime I ever saw her... Or saw that, I'm like, that's the lady. Like, I know yeah. who that lady So this guy, every time he sees me, he's going to... That's, well, that's you know what? the a-hole. Also, and you know what? Yes, I am that a-hole. You were left with the predicament, and it's not the easiest for people to admit they're wrong. You had already done a public display of your assertion that you were right. right. Yeah. And and so you, it was kind of, you yeah. had to. And what anybody, was your mindset when you were driving back over? Like, were you hoping, God, I hope I'm right, I hope I'm or did you? I knew I, I was wrong, but I was holding out just yeah. a tiny bit of hope <laughs> that there was going to be that giant sign that says, except right turn, and, and it did not. But I, anybody who's watching the video, and, and I just want to let you know that um, I, I ended up pulling into a parking lot to film you know the mayor, yeah. right. so I wasn't right. you know necessarily filming while I was right. running other cars off <laughs> driving. Yeah, but they will occasionally change like you know speed limits. Very rarely, but you know uh, sometimes I put up signs. You know, note uh, uh, the speed limit change and, and give you a little grace period to get used to that type of thing. But so uh, you had apparently been running that stop sign for a year. Preston, we're getting some calls in case we can go. Yeah, uh, uh, Maddie. Uh, just uh, has some information concerning that intersection. Maddie, good morning. Yeah, hi. How are you? Good. So can you give Casey some comfort? I'm sorry. Can you give Casey some comfort here? 
Yeah, I so I live right at uh, Steel Baseball Field, which is right at that intersection. Yep. And they just changed the stop sign, I'm going to say maybe it was like three or four months ago. Huh? They never put up any sort of notice, and it is a daily, like, hmm. I mean, the accidents that have happened there. It's crazy all yeah. the time. So I actually was coming down the other way. So um, a, f- a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, I was actually coming wor- from where that uh, gray work van was coming. And by the way, thanks, Maddie, for your call. Um, I had uh, I was subs so and there was a car coming from my right who was waving me on. And in my mind, I'm like, you've got the right away, <laughs> a-hole, go! You know? <laughs> well, wait a second. Let me ask you something in this case. When they do something like this, Preston, you're right, sometimes, oh, they just change that. Would it be wise to post perhaps a visible notification? Mm-hmm. Would you have... Would you want to post some sort of sandwich board or something near that stop sign to indicate its status has changed? Maybe. Maybe. And I don't know how big of a sign you can make that will actually get me to notice it. Because, listen, (sighs) take a look at our kitchen. Right. There are, like, OSHA signs. There are, like, COVID signs all over the place. Do you ever look at them? No. Do you ever read? No. no. Like, nobody reads those I didn't things. even know like we had a park- Yeah, It's like all the parking signs in the city. There's so many there that you have to spend, like, ten minutes reading them to see if you can park there. It might be distracting to throw up, you know, a sign there. Maybe that's why they don't do it. Um, but there, there's a um, – it, it was you could turn on red. It was an intersection that I would travel through frequently, and you were able to turn on red, and they changed it. Um, and now you have to stop. You, you can't turn on red. And I was like, well, that's ridiculous. And I knew why they did it. There was a little – there was some construction there and some new buildings going up. Well, I continued to uh, turn on red, and I'll tell you what. I almost killed myself and somebody else, and I was like, okay, now I understand why, because there's a blind spot now because of the building mm. that went up, and I was like, okay, well, that's why you have to obey the laws, because they put it there for a reason. I wonder, right. so to, is there, like, a protocol that says you you um, you need to post information of a change of a sign or a, a traffic pattern in some you, sort of public... I bet you the township does most right. of the time, um, but... Town talk? Well, not, like, on, on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, you know, because I, I follow Radnor Township, for example, on, on social media, and they will let you know when these things happen, but... Like like Casey and Kathy were just saying, like how often do you actually see that or read that or Never. recognize it, you know? So like they'll put the information up. It's it's sometimes it's up to you to actually track it down and pay attention to it. And uh, you know, I think these things type of these type of things happen all the time. Yeah. Well, I think that the uh, that your admission that you were uh, that you were wrong, Casey, is yeah. a uh, is very big of you and and a, a cool thing to do. And I think that. Uh, that should be encouraged. If if all of a sudden you realize, rather rather than going all in, you know, I've already I've already laid the groundwork here. I you know you've already flipped this guy and everything and sticking with it. Yeah. If you're wrong, even though even though it's hard to do it, just say you know what, I was wrong. You were yeah. right, and then hopefully you can. It's hard to do though sometimes. Yeah. And listen, when you especially video es- <laughs> yeah, but especially when it comes to auto stuff, I've I've. I've uh, been the a-hole by accident, you know, yes. in front of somebody or something like that and didn't realize that I was causing a problem. And all of a sudden you realize it. I do the hands up thing like, I'm so sorry. You yes. know, I try, I try to get a gesture like, I didn't mean yes. to do that. But this can also look like, what the hell are you yelling yeah. at me for, right. pal? Right. You know so what I mean? What I do, and this is a classic move in like sports when you are the one who like either dropped the pass or threw a bad pass. 
I I tap my chest like, dude, that was my fault. I'm sorry. In fact, I did... I would read that as I'm going to kick you in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> or or I would like come and get it, pal. Yeah, yeah. Right uh, here. You want some of this? Yeah, no, because I don't watch football that much, so I don't I don't know that that's a thing. But there's also like a uh, like a nonverbal sort of like face, like oh my god, like I'm I'm so sorry. And what I what about that. praying hands? Like sorry. Forgive me. You could do that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah I, you know what? I had what, one of the most unique times that I was flipped off, uh, and and I actually was like, I wasn't bothered by it because of of their creativity, and I happen to know what they meant. Yeah. Do you guys know what the um, uh, American Sign Language uh, sign is for a hole? Uh, uh, you've shown us. Like I forgot. The, what is it? Like the OK it's, sign, right? Yeah. yeah it's like the yeah, OK yeah. sign, but kind of upside down. Right. And, this kinda, and I, 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 there was a, a deal where it was a left hand turn lane. I, getting home could have been either one of two ways. I could have just kept going straight, or I could make a left and make it a little bit shorter. And while I was pulling up and my intention was to go straight, a little gap opened up in that left-hand turn lane. I'm like, oh, I'll just slip right in here. Well, the person I slipped in front of didn't like it. And I look in my rearview mirror, she's going, going mm, like that, <laughs> meaning a-hole. And I was like, all right, okay. I'm, I don't think I'm really being an a-hole, but I do like your unique gesture that you used. <laughs> one one time when they were doing that that street adjusting, where they you know they they take it down so that all the manhole covers now stick oh, up. And yes, they were doing Those it are on tire killers. Oh my yeah. god! So they were doing it on Ridge, uh, you know, heading down by Maniunk, and uh, I'm going out this when I lived in in, uh, in Wissahickon over there, Maniunk. And I'm going up the hill, and this guy's right. There's no line demarcation, no lane, no nothing. All there is is this bizarre life-or-death slalom between the manhole covers. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, the, the, the guy's the guy starts beeping next to me, and I'm, I'm like, what the hell's going on? We get to the top of the hill, and I'm like, you know, you know, yeah. I'm screaming. And, and he looks at me in a way, and he goes, I didn't know where to drive. <laughs> and, and, I, and I just, yeah. I just, I'm like, I... I could have easily been you, yeah. And so I just go, "You're right. Let it go." We're we're so reflexively trained yeah. to get pissed off at someone else in driving situations. Yeah. I had another time where this happened. Uh, it was stop and go traffic, and a guy in front of me, um, he uh, his brake lights didn't work. Yeah, and so he puts on the brakes, and I almost ran into him, and I'm like, "Whoa!" And I, I and he saw that happen. I throw the car in park. I get out because I'm going to tell him yeah, because yeah. somebody is going to have yeah. an accident, you know. And so I come walking up, and he immediately gets on the defenses. Dude, what the hell do you want or something like that? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, dude, your brake lights don't work. Mm-hmm. And he reeled it back in immediately. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 sorry, man. Thanks, you know. Wow. So, but but we're so he was so reflexively ready to pounce at me. Yeah. Of course, I was getting out of the car and approaching him. I vehicle, know. So, I yeah. know. You probably should have put your gun away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, but but we're we're so in, behind that wheel, you know what I mean? And now and now I th- bizarrely I think now more than ever because I think a lot of people are driving less in some ways. Mm. You know, uh, we talked about this really as things started to open up. You know, after the the lockdown and all that stuff, and people had forgotten how to drive and so on and so forth. I still think there's a lot of ratcheted up people. Yeah. I'm seeing it a lot on the roads. Are, yeah. are you guys? I oh, definitely yeah. did, especially like in the early stages of the pandemic. There were so little cars on the road, and right. I had an incident coming out of work uh, one day where this dude I, I can't remember exactly how it all shook out, but then he tried to run away from me. Yeah, he thought I was like chasing him, which I wasn't. He blew through like two stoplights. <laughs> well, you know, and I was like, this guy, like, you I- know, dude. 
I'm not chasing you. I'm just driving. I'm just moving about uh, my day. I have no issues with you. But, I, you know, he was so aggressive towards me that I think he was afraid that I was being aggressive back. It's loony because, I, and I do it, and I shouldn't do it, and I haven't done it for a long time. I used to do it all the time, which is someone does something, like, behind me or screaming up on, the, on my back. <laughs> I can almost literally drive yeah. looking all the time in the rearview mirror. <laughs> right, you'll, right. You'll see... Yeah. I'll just lock and load. I'm bald. I'm usually wearing shades. Yeah. And 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 I I you know and I'm lo- I know what people are thinking. Right. And so you'll see that car drop back like crazy. And I'm like I'm doing a stupid dangerous thing. Yeah. And so I I I, I ratcheted back on that. But it, you can't help it. Reflexive is exactly the right way to phrase it, Preston. Because it's like. Ah! Oh, yeah. okay. Well, so I had an issue, and this is a couple of years ago. I was coming um, from New Jersey into Philadelphia over the Walt Whitman Bridge, and as I was approaching, um, I didn't realize that my, my lane was ending, and uh, or maybe the lane next to me was ending. One way or the other, I was in the wrong. And the guy coming up on me was livid and flipping out, uh, and I... We, we were able to make eye contact. I was able to, Preston, yeah. gesture like... I'm sorry, that was my bad. And then he immediately, like, it was over. Like, he, you know, I don't know if he was not mad at me anymore, right. but he, he stopped flipping out at that moment. Oh, it's Casey yeah. from the radio. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can tell from all your Delco stickers. If you apologize, like, that, most of the time, that's the response you'll get. They calm down. Well, Kathy, yeah. there's also a thing that people, do, I do all the time that I don't see people do as often as perhaps they should. If I am, am moving in or someone lets me in or I'm, I'm you know, I put my hand up and make sure that in course. that they can see me saying yes. thank you. Yeah. And when they don't do that, don't you always go like nice wave a hole? Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, like if, if they I don't do the sign language give me, sign for button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. give me give me something. Give me uh, yeah. just an indicator that that yes, uh, we're being civil here. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Just an indicator. My dad one time led a guy into traffic. I guess he was. I think he was coming out of a Wawa parking lot, and this guy was overly thanking him and yeah. overly waving so much that he rear-ended the car in front of him. <laughs> oh, oh geez, man. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you remember the guy when we had that? We were doing the Mini Masters, and we were at the Mini in the Main Line, and there was a guy who was so excited. <sighs> he didn't know that we were there, and he saw the vehicles. That's right. And he went to get out of his car, and he didn't look to see if any cars were coming, <laughs> and yeah. it took his door off. Well, it, it, oh it, it didn't take it all the way. It just bent it all the way back yeah, to the other. What'd you do? <laughs> it's fucked up Montgomery. And I felt so bad for the I poor know. guy. He just wanted to say hi. Yeah. Like, he was so excited that we were there. And then you remember all the salespeople at the mini dealers. Whoa, whoa, looks like you're looking for a new car. <laughs> Who needs the door? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you did the right thing, Case. I think making that follow-up video was, uh, was the right thing. Well, I hope he sees it. And listen, if you're mad, I get it. I was an a hole, and uh, and I overly told you that you were number one, and uh, you know that didn't make things. There were a few I... calls up that we can't get to, but thanks for calling in about this uh, about the intersection and everything. Oh, that that yeah. very intersection. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. another one in Morton Avenue. Uh, they're putting up a four way stop sign. They have warning signs that that uh, they're going to be putting up a four way stop sign on Morton Avenue. I think that's okay. a, that's that probably would be a good idea in all these situations. Mm-hmm. You know, leave it up for a while. Let people assimilate that information. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know we got a couple more minutes here. I, I saw a, a car-related uh, story I thought was interesting. It would tie into this. Uh, there's this guy. He's a, he's a um, uh, race car driver. His name is Josh Pearson. Is this Preston's uh, pit stop? It's, it is. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the pit, gang. Uh, so, uh, it is. he is set to debut... In the 24 Hours Le Mans uh, sports car race, 
Uh, he's 16 years old. 16 years old? Yes, he is 16 years old. He will be the youngest ever competitor in the World Endurance Championships at WEC. Uh, Pearson, who is currently 15 and celebrates his birthday in February, uh, is racing for British-based United Autosports in the second-tier LMP2 category. Well, let me ask so, you, what's the rule in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania? Can you get a license if you're younger, if you're driving NASCAR? That, right, yeah. If you do over 160 miles an hour, right. you can get it. 15 years old, man. I mean, legally, he can't drive. Legally, right. he can't drive uh, in traffic situations. And this kid is a professional race car driver and will be doing the 24-hour Le Mans at 16 years old. He'll be the youngest ever. Well, uh, the I current mean, kids have boundless energy, so, you know, he probably won't even be tired at all. The current youngest driver ever to compete uh, in Le Mans is um, Matthew McCurry. Wow. Uh, who was 16 and 202 days uh, when he released it, uh, when he raced in the 2014 edition. Before him, it was a uh, Mexican uh, kid by the name of Ricardo Rodriguez, and that was in 1959. Do they make so that's a, how long that record has stood. Do they make a special accommodation for the really young where they can sit on their dad's lap and hold the yeah, steering wheel? <laughs> Maybe they do that. They show talent at an early age. Right. And they have a, that's just, that's incredible. I mean, that's, you know, that is top of the line. Yeah. Uh, racing that's and as dangerous as it gets. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, is that the movie that uh, Christian Bale? Uh, is that the Le Mans that they do? Mm, uh, that is. Is that Le Mans? Is that, um, You're thinking Ford, of Vice? No, 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 no. no. The movie, Ferrari? the movie is Ford Ferrari. versus Ferrari. Yes. Yeah. I want to say that's... Wait, no, no Le Mans is no. That's not Le Mans. <laughs> No, um, Le, Mans? Le Mans is in France. Yeah, and, yeah. Then that's it. So you're, there's also the one in the desert, like the uh, the Dakar to something rally. Ah. No, no. This is this is the the Le Mans in in France. That's that's definitely got to be What's, what the, yeah. Yeah. What's the subject of that is. 1966, 24 hours of Le Mans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what is the one where they actually are are standing and they have to run to the car? And get in that's and it. pick up. That's it. This is Le Mans, yeah? yeah. That's what they did right, yeah. in, in that movie, yeah. anyhow. I, I don't know how much of it they, they... I don't know if they still did that. I assume yeah. they probably do. But, but. They, it's a team, right? It's not one person yes. that drives for 24 hours, right? Yeah, but he's 16, uh, man. No, I know that. That's... Yeah. Wow. Yes, yes. There's, there, I think uh, the way it worked in that movie, anyway, it was yeah. a, a, a team of three. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. So, uh, But anyhow, yeah, this kid at 16 is going to be competing in this. Um, the organizer said season 10 will see the championship's biggest ever grid with 39 full entrants from 12 different countries. Uh, there are also two all-female lineups uh, as well. So I thought that was kind of interesting, the fact that it's 16 years old he's going to be doing that. They wow. say that those women who have trained for this, Preston, practice solely with golden ha- hand weights. Oh, <laughs> to give them the that special driving yeah. edge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, now I'm trying to see if, okay. Preston spits up. I have another car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going through my junk door yeah. and I'm like, okay, what else can tie in into it since we're going to run Ladies this Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Preston's Pit Stop. <laughs> uh, so, I think this is the only other one I have. I will we'll have to Well, it's the debut here. of Preston's Pit Stop. Yeah. There's really yes, not. Yes, that I didn't know was happening. Totally fair. We just created it seven seconds ago. Uh, so, is it necessary to warm up your car in cold weather? That's the question. Okay, I'm going to answer. May I answer? My you may. perception? Yep. I used to believe that that was the case. Uh, I hear it is no longer the case. Wait, yes. What, what do you, what would, what do you mean? I mean, other okay, than that so, would warm up for yourself to get in it. 
what would be the best? So in in the old days, uh, not uh, it, it it was it, you needed to do it in the old days, but not so much anymore due to modern cars. The AAA set does said that um, you only need to let the engine run for about thirty seconds, or as long as it takes you to get situated and buckle up before driving. So. You used to, Kathy, need to, and I'm not talking about the temperature inside the... Uh, For the actual uh, engine. Inside the cabin, but yes, you would want to start your car and let it run for a little bit if it was really, really cold. Yes. Uh, or else better you, for you, it. It was better for it, or you might have it stall or something stall. like that, but now it's nothing you really have to worry about I- because... It only takes about 30 seconds for the oil to circulate all the way through the system. That's what I heard years ago was the case, and now it's much quicker. I remember, I mean, if you had a very cold car and it was an older car, I remember my dad used to heat up the gas with a road flare, a lit road flare. And, and uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it seemed, that, was it, that, did it work? It lit up a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, then, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, so, yeah, AutoZone notes that uh, some states and cities have laws restricting the practice for environmental reasons and carry fines in excess of $1,000. Electric cars should be kept plugged in on cold days when possible as they have conditioning systems that can keep their batteries at an ideal operating temperature and also be programmed to heat the cabin without emitting any tailpipe emissions do you know, do you know as well. what modern feature of, of cars that I that I don't like? I don't like the the engine shutoff at intersections. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Yeah, yeah I, it bugs I me. don't like it. And when, when it happens for half a second and you're like, why did you shut off? You know, yeah. and then the light turns. Like, it's it. I get that. I, in theory, it saves gas or whatever, but it's a pain in the ass. I'll tell you what happens. In the too. car you're driving? Yeah, and you, can't, else's? you can't turn it off. No, the car that I'm yes, driving. Yes, you can. Oh. Uh, you can, but you have to do it every single time. So you can't turn it off permanently. I have the same car as you. Yeah, right. And so there is a setting when you get in there, like you can. Yes. I, I can show you, but like. It's you, per drive, right? It's per drive. Yeah, every time okay. you turn really? the car on, you have Let to do it again. Let me ask you, because yeah. there, I think it, it might have been a Volvo that I was endorsing. I think if you pressed, depressed the gas. The brake pedal halfway, mm-hmm. the car would come to a stop, but it wouldn't engage that shutoff. So if you pushed it down further, mm-hmm. it would engage. I'm so not- my car has this feature as well, and I, I don't. It, it, the first time I did it, uh, that it happened, I didn't know it had the feature, and I was like, yeah. "What the hell just happened?" Uh, now I don't mind it at all. But Steve, no, any it, 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 there's not a half press on, at least in the model that okay. I drive, all right. uh, that has that feature. But what I do have on my car is pretty damn cool, and I hope all cars get this is. When you do stop, if if I push my brake pedal in all the way, if I push it down a little bit further than it takes to stop, it will automatically engage a parking brake, and you take your feet off the pedals and just kind of, you know, move your legs around a little bit. Right. So if you're in traffic and you don't want to put it in park, you don't have to. You just push it in, and then the second that you either hit the brake again or hit the um, uh, accelerator, it, it comes out of the parking feature, and you're good to. I love, love, love that feature. On See, that when I do that, uh, Nutella dispenses from my cigarette. Oh, oh. Right, yeah. Wait, so there's is, an upside. Is that after factory or is that? <laughs> no, that's factory. Wow. I stand. That's what you call the platinum package. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, but no, I've I've gotten used to the uh, the the. Um, engine shutting do you, do, off. Do you know what? Like in the summer, though, like to, to me when I was driving any, a car that had that feature, the car shuts off, the AC's still running, and it's like, whoop, 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 whoop. every time it happened, it would be a little bit jarring. Hmm. We had, uh, this is a long time ago, it was easily 20 years ago, we were uh, visiting family members in Sweden, and when we, and, and their environmental uh, rules are very, very strict, and, and, uh, and, and they're very, very environmentally conscious there. But uh, my wife's uncle, when we would pull up to a, 
uh, to uh, a light and stop, he would turn the car off. Really? Uh, like li- like manually turn the car off. I mean, now they do that automatically, but right. that, was, that was the rule. If you were going to be stopping for more than, say, you know, 15, 20 seconds or whatever, your car had to be turned off. Is it Sweden for every 10 kilometers you drive, you have to replace the catalytic converter? <laughs> oh, you've been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Now, yeah, now exactly. that's overkill, but that's... Uh, no. But uh, it's, listen, uh, uh, I, I, may, I guess I get used to it if it was my permanent car and it did that. But every time now, it's kind of like, oh, this is very weird. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gotten to be like, I mean, like yeah. it doesn't deter me from getting right. started any quicker. It's you know, it's, it, it is what it is, How, when, as they say. When you uh, when you're warming up the car, uh, we talked about this. The, the mistake that people make is they feel if they they force. Like the uh, the defrosters immediately right. that put it gonna, on high. Yeah, that's going to heat up. Any it's quicker. blowing around cold air. It's not. It, <laughs> the engine has to yeah. heat up first, and then you turn the fan on once it gets warm, and then you'll get the warm air. Here's oh, a I'm feature like a that full, I, I get in. I put everything on. Everything's blowing. <laughs> the, the seats on. The steering wheel. Like I just want it to get warm as fast as possible. You'd hate it, Preston. But it's not. You know. But it, <laughs> if it makes you feel like it yeah. is, and that, that's fine. One of the things that freaks me out about my my current car is, and I didn't know this until I got it, that the um, uh, the garage door remote, you know, yeah. that's built into the car that you program, uh, won't work unless the car is on. It doesn't, it doesn't, it right. won't engage. So I'm parked inside the garage. I have to start the car first and then open the garage door. It's only yeah, yeah, a yeah. half second, yeah. right? but it's enough to freak me out that yeah. I'm starting a vehicle inside in an enclosed garage, area. Yeah. But why don't you open the garage door when you walk out of your house into the because garage? Because for the first time in I don't know how many years, I park inside a garage, it's and warm. I don't want to go outside yeah. or even be near outside because I have to walk around the back of the car, and I would be walking. To, I'm going to enjoy the indoorness okay. of having my car Preston, finally inside this, a garage. I do the same thing. And especially yes. now that it's very, very cold. Like, typically, uh, I'll walk out and open the garage door case like you suggested. But, um, what, like, the last couple of days, like, it being that cold, that, like you said, that you like your car being, you know, yeah. a little bit warmer and, and to get in. So, yeah, that, like, split second where mm-hmm. you start the car before and you're like, oh, God, okay, open press, it up. Right. Open well, the press, press, what if the door gets stuck? What if yeah. I can't get back inside and I can't turn the car off? I'm going to die in here. Isn't, isn't that a feature, though, that if, if you depress the brake for a little bit, a hose will go over the tailpipe and around in? Into the, into yeah. the <laughs> automatically into the cab of so the car. So my car is parked in the driveway, but I have uh, you know an app on my phone where yeah. uh, as soon as I my feet touch the floor, I grab my phone and I turn my car on, and it it warms up, but it it only stays on for 10 minutes so oh really yeah, okay if i'm not out in 10 minutes the car will shut off but i mean hell I you leave it running longer when you're driving it i know i know <laughs> that, but had it running for like an hour right yeah all right well anyhow uh this is gonna wrap preston's pit stop this is all we wow, got time for the birth of a new feature yeah i gotta put the grease gun back up and uh get back on to uh other things so uh, let us take a break and come back in a minute. Uh, we do have bizarre file stories that are awaiting you, my friend. So hang in there. We'll be back in a second. It may be cold outside, but MMR is cranking up the everything that rocks thermostat. With a concert warm-up weekend, doing double shots from MM artists rolling into to put your face off, including... MMR show with Evanescence, Hailstorm, and MMRBQ artist Lilith Tsar at BB&T Pavilion this Sunday. 
Dirty Honey and Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. Tuesday night at the Fillmore. And Ghost with Volby. Early February. So this weekend, get fired up for a year of great live shows with 93.3 WMMR. All right, let's uh, go for another helping of bizarreness. Here's the B-Files. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Big games, big parties. It isn't just football. It's an experience. So don't settle for an average catering tray. Make it Primo. Order in advance and online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a Primo. So we'll start with this. Deputies arrested a woman in Charleston, South Carolina, who is accused of taking a deputy's taser and then biting a paramedic's groin after attempting to leave a family member at the Charleston County Jail. Wow. The sheriff's office arrested 63-year-old Gina Darlene McGee. She faces several charges, including third-degree assault and battery, unlawful conduct towards a child, and assaulting a police officer while resisting arrest. So So how, how how did she get in proximity to bite the dude's junk? Well, it's it's a bit of a story. Okay. So we'll start with this. Officials said the incident happened on the morning of December 28th when deputies responded to the detention center for someone who was left at the center by his legal guardian, later identified as McGee. McGee had dropped off the family member, and I believe it was her nephew, at the jail because he had taken a cell phone from her car months ago and used it to look up inappropriate material. Ooh. So she's taking him to jail for this. He's your problem now. When it, dude, that's legitimately that is exactly what she said. The really? deputies called McGee and told her that she needed to return to resolve the issue. McGee said, "I'm not going back there. He's your problem now." Wow. All right. Uh, so the report states she also told deputies, uh, "Then send a cop to come and take me to jail because I'm not going back." Authorities made multiple attempts to get her to come back, so a warrant was then issued for her arrest. He was looking at booby pictures. When McGee returned to the jail and was being told her Miranda rights, she became loud and boisterous and resisted arrest. And during the incident, investigators say McGee grabbed a deputy's taser, pulled it out, and then said, I don't know what I'm grabbing, but I'm going to use it. Wow. The deputy said that sweetheart. He was able to knock the taser out of McGee's hand and place her under arrest and into a patrol car. Well, you've left me with no option but to bite your junk. McGee then continued to resist arrest and attempted to hold her breath. So <laughs> like she's a like a little child, like a child sitting there and holding her breath. Uh, units then arrived on the scene. They placed her on a stretcher. The incident report states that when medics woke McGee, I guess she was able to cause herself to pass out. All right. Uh, she leaned over and bit a paramedic in the groin. Uh, McGee was transported. Oh, to the hospital for an evaluation and then later transported to jail after that. How about this story? A father and son are making a fortune on OnlyFans sharing naked photos of themselves hanging out together. This is a father and son. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've seen some of these pictures. Very bizarre. Jake Herbert, who is 26, started his OnlyFans account several years ago. And he told the BBC, because they're in England, uh, that he was making up to $9,000 per month posting nude pictures of himself. But the kinky content creator was determined to make even more money and found an unexpected opening after sharing a photo of his handsome father with fans. He said, obviously, I knew that to take this to the next level, I had to do something that would get everyone talking. I put a picture of my dad up. Just at, just us topless after a workout, 
and he said it just went mental. Uh, the Brit asked his father, who hasn't been publicly named, whether he would strip down further for a share of some of the OnlyFans' cash. The monetary benefits proved too tempting to turn down, and the dad was soon joining his son in some steamy pics strictly available for followers who fork over a fee, of course. By, by the way, they're, they're both like bodybuilders. I mean, they, both work, they both work out a lot. Okay. Uh, when you have done this with your dad, Preston, how did you work out the financials? <laughs> I sixty forty. Yeah, I gave him. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave him. You know, I, I wanted a little more for myself. It was my idea. Oh, so the patriarch, uh, whose age has also not been disclosed, still keeps his main job as a plumber. Uh, but some of his coworkers are confused about his rather unorthodox new side hustle. Uh, his dad said he was getting bits of banter and that from where he was working. And I was like, look, Dad, we just need to make some money. It's not like we're doing anything. Uh, last year, Herbert said that he hasn't even seen his father's private parts, claiming that he keeps his eyes averted as they pose up a storm for the camera. He yeah. said, we've never seen each other fully naked. The most he's shown on my page is his ass. Uh, further... <laughs> He said, furthest me and my dad would go is, he said, well, you'll have to subscribe to see. Uh, but he now rakes in around $40,000 per month, wow. and he gives his dad a, ca- a cut of the cash from I mean, that. Can't argue with the money. Yeah. I don't know, but, you know, it'd be hard to do, because they have a whole bunch of pictures that I saw. That I think the Daily Mail was covering it. And um, at some point, you're going to grab a, you know, an eyeful of your dad's unit. And mm-hmm. I don't know, is that something you can deal with? Yeah, for forty. Maybe. Yeah. What do you uh, want me to do with this, Dad? Because I'll do here, it. Here's a story from a couple of days ago, but this is uh, really interesting. A prominent Pittsburgh area dentist killed his wife yeah. in 2016 while on safari in Africa in order to claim a 4.8 million dollar uh, money uh, s- uh, from seven different insurance companies. Yeah. According to a federal indictment, they claim this it hasn't been proven yet, but that's what they're saying happened. This is such a Dateline type story. Lawrence Rudolph, who is 67, is charged with one count of foreign murder and one count of mail fraud. Uh, Rudolph, the founder of the Three Rivers Dental Chain in southwestern PA, recently was taken into custody in Mexico. The mail fraud charge is related to insurance documents being uh, delivered via Federal Express. So Bianca Rudolph uh, died on October 16th as she and her husband were packing to leave their hunting camp in Zambia. Uh, Bianca was shot in the chest with a shotgun. The criminal complaint states that Lawrence told police that he was in the bathroom and Bianca was in the bedroom when the shooting occurred. Uh, Rudolph speculated that the gun was left loaded and accidentally discharged while Bianca was attempting to pack the gun in its case. Police in Zambia ruled the uh, the death an accident, uh, but the insurance companies involved began investigating the shooting, as did the FBI, at the request of one of Bianca Rudolph's friends, according to the criminal complaint. The first insurance policy purchased by the couple was in 1987. Additional policies were updated and adjusted in 2016 mm-hmm. with Lawrence Rudolph as the ultimate beneficiary. So it's not long after right. these were updated that yes. this happened. Uh, the FBI interviewed a former uh, dental employee who said an office manager had confided in her that she had been involved in a long-term relationship with Rudolph for approximately 15 to 20 years. Wow. Now, the former employee said that the woman, identified in the complaint as the girlfriend, had given Rudolph an ultimatum of one year to sell his practice and leave his wife, Bianca. Uh, the FBI probe revealed that Rudolph and the girlfriend had traveled alone together to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, several times, like from 2010 to 2016, Yeah, before Bianca's death in 2017, a few months afterward. The FBI also found that Rudolph and the girlfriend began living together in January of 2017. Uh, if convicted of the foreign murder charge, he faces a potential 
potential penalty of death or life imprisonment. Uh, the mail fraud charges carries possible term of jail up to 20 years. So pretty it's, wild. It's man. a crazy story. Yeah. And uh, is that it, Case? We wrap it up? Yes, is our sir. file there? Yep. All right. That is all we have time for in the B file, my friends. We shall take a break, but we shall return and we'll have a lesson question and a prize with that. Trash and music news coming up, too. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. This Valentine's Day, avoid that look of disappointment. You know the look. A week after Valentine's Day when she throws the flowers you just bought into the trash? Try this. Get her a real long stem rose dipped in 24 karat pure gold. The only rose that's guaranteed to last forever is just $59. Our famous 24 karat gold dip roses arrive in our signature gold gift box. Order now and get free shipping at IHateStevenSinger.com. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question, and I need to find what I did with that. Oh, yeah, here we go. So the question that we are going to pose to you this morning and the prize that we have, uh, by the way, is a uh, pair of tickets to see Tracy Morgan uh, Saturday, July 16th at Ovation Hall in the Ocean Casino Resort. Question I have for you this morning for sex toys, AI could either stand for artificial intelligence or what else? 215-263-WMMR. So again, for sex toys, AI could either stand for artificial intelligence or what else? 215-263-WMMR. Get on the line. Give us a call. Let's see if you know the answer. While you do that, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Where are we going today, Steve? Well, Mark Wahlberg is entering the tequila world after becoming the principal investor in a company founded by Mexican PGA golfer Abraham Anser. Wahlberg says uh, and says he plans on incorporating his healthy lifestyle into his tequila brand, meaning each bottle would contain six turkey burgers and creatine. Oh, my God. Lindsay Vaughn revealing that six years after her split from Tiger Woods, the two are now the best of friends. Vaughn, who is an avid golfer herself, says she often plays with Tiger's balls. <laughs> and finally, 76er Ben Simmons announcing... He is engaged to British TV host Maya Jamma after seven months of dating. Jamma says there's nothing she enjoys more than going to the arena on game night and getting to watch her fiancé loiter. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trip. Nice. All right, lesson question. We need to know when it comes to sex toys, AI could stand for artificial intelligence. Or what else? 215-263-WMMR. Case, you're going to have to uh, tell me who we're going up with here. All right, we got Kyle on line one. Kyle on line one. All right, let's go to Kyle. Kyle, good morning, sir. Hey, you guys rock. <laughs> Thanks, bud. All right, so AI can stand for artificial intelligence or what? Anal intrusion. You got it. <laughs> yep, that's correct. That is correct. Hang on, my man. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to see Tracy Morgan live on stage Saturday, July 16th at 8 p.m. That will be at Ovation Hall, uh, and you'll find that in the Ocean Casino Resort. And tickets are on sale this Friday, by the way, so tomorrow, 10 a.m., via theoceanac.com. Let's fire up some music news, please. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah! Free test the 
cool. All right. Uh, Case, do I have a sponsor? I forgot to ask you I that. do not think so. I'm fairly certain you don't. Uh, okay. Wait. Nope, you're good. All right. We're going to start with this. The lineup of the 2022 Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival has been announced and it is not possible for me to care less about this lineup. Yeah, um, they, they almost pressed, they almost chose a, a few uh, musicians to actually play an instrument for uh, their lineup. <laughs> it's pretty wild, man. From I, I would like to see what the original Coachella Festival looked like compared to what it looks like now. Yeah, because I'm certain. just... I'm in the dark completely. It certainly became something different. And they've had some issues with some of the acts that were booked to headline changing in and out over the past five months, four months. Yeah, yeah. So uh, headliners include Harry Styles, Billie Eilish, and Yee, also known as Kanye West. Uh, Festival organizers announced this last night. Uh, It is planned for April 15th to the 17th. And April 22nd through the 24th at the Empire Polo Club in Indio. Uh, It was canceled last year and the year before due to the pandemic. Uh, But other notable groups, notable names in the lineup include a reunion of EDM supergroup Swedish House Mafia. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Megan the Stallion, Disclosure, Lewis the Child, Doja Cat, Stromae. Which is a tiny stromboli, I think. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, Giveon, Anita, and more. So this this particular one was is always more of the you know it leans to our younger audience and uh, you know it's not like um, Bonnaroo where Bonnaroo's roots were in like the jam world. Yes, and, and, that, yeah. and so this this really isn't that big of a departure. I'm not. Um, I, you know, I like Harry Styles, and you know, I, I you know, I can sort of take or leave Billie Eilish. But uh, press one name I saw on here that's uh, going to be performing on Saturday. The the Saturday shows uh, mm-hmm. is Danny Elfman. Yeah, I did see that, which would be interesting. I mean, obviously, he was Oingo Boingo, and he's done an amazing soundtrack. Uh, a lot of work with uh, with Tim Burton. Yeah. Yes, um, but I, you know, I don't know. Uh, that's kind of cool, you know. Uh, I, I have a feeling because I remember years ago, the whole um, the whole vibe of the thing was sort of more of a of a seventies hippie look, like everyone would sort of adopt that hippie look, and which makes me believe that there was more of a rock influence, more of an um, alt rock thing, right, if I remember right, correctly. On who was taking the stage? I got Billie Eilish is very talented, and and uh, sure. I mean, but I mean, do you? Do, it's more in pop roots, it seems like yeah, now, yeah. like like pop and 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 obviously a lot of hip hop has has flown in there as well. But I just don't see that much of original kind of alt rock uh, thing represented. Or there might be a lot of bands I just don't know the name of. It's quite they possible. Might be. Yeah. So I, you know, there's a lot. I've told you when you look through the names on Coachella, it's like it's all over the place. I thought about doing a game where you take either uh, uh, a name of a band of Coachella or a line from Loser from Beck because it's all a bunch of just nonsense right, right. phrases slapped together and whether you could tell if it was a band or, or uh, a lyric from the song. So, uh, promoter Golden Voice. There actually was, Preston, a, 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 I think it was a, Kimmel might have done the bit, uh, where they, um, they actually walked around and had fake bands Created a whole list of them. Who are you looking forward to seeing? And the interviewer would say, you know, a band that completely does not exist. And obviously, this is a, a made yes. up band. S- uh, Sipping Puppies. Right, right. Uh, what do you think of them? Oh, man, they're a great band. Oh, yeah. Can't uh, wait. Can't I, you wait. Know, yeah, can't wait to check them out. I've heard so many great things, and they're just <laughs> making these bands up. Uh-huh. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so, promoter Golden Voice put uh, pre sale passes for Coachella 
on sale in June. They sold out within hours, and fans uh, could join a wait list for three-day passes, which were priced from $450 to $500, plus fees for general admission and $929 to $1,050 plus fees for VIP. Uh, Weekend 1 is sold out, but sales for remaining Weekend 2 tickets begin at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, prices have gone up to $549 for a general admission pass. I tell you, for anything like that, if if you really want to go and it, it's a focus, do everything you can to get that, that that VIP or upper level consideration. And I'll tell you why, because you usually have far better access to bathrooms. Well, <laughs> and, and you freaking want that. I have a friend who lives in L.A., Steve, and uh, he's buddies with a record executive. There and you go. Guess how they get there. Helicopter. Yeah. They, they sit in the VIP section. They have the nice bathrooms. They have access to good food. And my friend Chris is just like, it's a good time, but it could be anywhere in the world. And mostly he's just hanging out with his buddies right. in a nice spot in, in Southern California, you know? So listen to this for, uh, for like I said, $550 for a general admission pass. If you want a general admission pass with shuttle access, that's $633. <laughs> wow. Dude. Probably a hell of a shuttle. Uh, VIP pass is $1,119, and who knows what that means. It's VIP is probably not a whole lot more. It's not like, you know, backstage access and, you know, great season, all that stuff. Who knows? Uh, But fees are not included in those prices. Of course not. Why would they be? By the way, it's a few more fees that you'll come across. Uh, the original Coachella 2020 lineup included a reunited Rage Against the Machine topping the bill, along with Frank Ocean and Travis Scott. Uh, media reports from last year, Golden Voice Paul Tullett said that Ocean would not appear in 2022, but return in 2023. And rapper Scott, uh, Travis Scott is facing, of course, multiple lawsuits after 10 people died at his World Festival in Houston. Uh, so he's not going to be doing anything right now. Best to take a break. Yeah. Uh, the Above Ground Benefit, which took place last month in Hollywood, California, was a huge success. The event's co-founders, Dave Navarro and Billy Idol, were able to make a $50,000 donation to Music Cares and ongoing efforts to promote awareness and raise funds for the treatment of mental health. The concert's all-star lineup, led by Navarro and Morrison, featured special guests Anthony Kiedis, Corey Taylor, Dexter Holland, Jerry Harrison of uh, The Talking Heads, uh, Josh Freeze of The Offspring, Mark McGrath, Steve Stevens, and more. That's a good lineup. Yeah, I find it hard that $50,000 was all they got donation-wise, but yeah. apparently they did. The fourth above-ground uh, fundraiser concert will be announced later this year. All right, I was excited to see this, and we actually have a clip. Yep. Uh, but Rush guitarist Alex Lifeson has dropped the song Liar as the first single from his new band called Envy of None and their self-titled debut. Rolling Stone reported the band also features bassist Andy Curran, singer-songwriter Maia Wen, I guess is how you say her her name. Her first name is is spelled M-A-I-A-H. Maia is how I would pronounce that. And producer Alfio... Uh, Anna Bellini, and uh, the Envy of Noise album is set for release on April 8th. So they have a, a female lead singer. Did you mention the drummer? Uh, yeah. Um, it was bassist Andy Curran. You know what? It doesn't say the drummer. I think it was I'm a, not sure. Like a guy named Kenny Knight was what I heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> Kenneth. Kenneth. Um, Kenneth K. Knight. Well, let's hear a little bit of this. I'm sure it's going to sound nothing like Rush, yeah. but uh, let's hear a little bit, Casey, if you would, please.
Wow, it's got a, like that industrial yeah. you know, Nine Inch Nails vibe to it. Lifeson spoke about the band and album in a statement explaining, uh, Maya came, uh, became my muse. Uh, she was able to bring this whole new ethereal thing through her sense of melody on tracks like Liar and Look Inside. I've never had uh, that kind of inspiration working with another musician. When we say she's special, is because she's really effing special, he said. She got kind of that haunting uh, sound in her voice. You know? Kind of yes. like uh, Billie Eilish a little bit. A little like that, I was thinking, uh, Nick, yeah. Uh, he went on to shed light on the album's final uh, finale, which is titled Western Sunset, which was inspired by his late bandmate, Rush drummer, Neil Peart. He said, I visited Neil when he was ill. I was on his balcony watching the sunset and found inspiration. There's a finality about a sunset that kind of stayed with me throughout the whole process. It had meaning. It was a perfect mood to decompress after all these different textures. A nice way to close the book. So going with a completely different feel, Alex Lifeson and his band Envy of None. Interesting. Ah, I bring this final story. Wait, no, I have two more stories. No, this is the final. Ah! No, there's two stories. Ah! <laughs> I, I bring this one up because of what we talked about the other day. It was someone's birthday, and I mentioned that he should be one of our guests sometime. Oh. Kenny Loggins yes. will publish his autobiography. That means he'll probably be doing interviews. On tour, yes. yes. We, we would love to get him on. Yes. So it, it's called Still All Right, as in, you know, I'm, I'm all right. right. Nobody uh, look around me. <laughs> It was people tell me I'm the me. Let's do the whole song, but we just even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with everything. Highway to the danger zone. What would you expect to pay for this amazing record package featuring all the hits of Kenny Loggins sung by subpar musicians? (laughs) So, the book is going to be via Hatchet Books on June 14th. Uh, The memoir, which was co-written by Justin Turbow, chronicles the Grammy Award winner's incredible life and career from his early days as part of Loggins and Messina through his solos. 70s and 80s hits and up to today. Uh, He said in a statement, writing this book and piecing together the moments of my life has been a really eye-opening experience for me. It's almost like therapy to get to look out at how honest I can be, how honest can I be about my motivations, my reactions uh, to certain relationships and circumstances. What did I learn and how did it affect my music as well? So uh, he will have that. Maybe we'll talk to him down the road. Yes. One last thing. Uh, there is new music out. We are not going to debut it. Pierre Robert is going to spin it. But there is a new track from the band Muse uh-huh. that MMR is going to roll for you. Uh, it is called Won't Stand Down. And it will probably be up on our, it says here, this is according to Sarah, it will probably be on our website shortly after. And I plan to give it to Pierre to spin before noon, she said. So um, it, it just came out like 30 minutes ago. Oh. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, well, Pierre I should... won't stand down. <laughs> oh, I won't stand down. What is that you guys are saying? Tom, Tom Petty song. Won't oh. back down. Won't back down. But I no, this won't, won't stand, stand down. down. I won't uh, stand down. <laughs> so you'll have that from uh, Pierre Robert. All right, right nice. Tonight. There you go. And that 
wraps our music news segment for the day. Nice. Why don't we take a break, come back in a second, wrap the whole thing up, and get your letter of the day for the World of Reprise. It is coming up next, so stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Today, it's going to be north of 45 degrees, somewhere in that range. Uh, And tomorrow again, 48 and partly cloudy skies. That is not bad. That's a good way to start the weekend, considering what time of year we're in. And then uh, Saturday, 25 are high. Um, there's a they're calling for snow showers on Sunday, but there might be some as well on Saturday, depending on how uh, the forecast acts up between yeah. Now. And it can break uh, a number of different ways. They're really not locking yes. in on any amount. It could pass us, or it could be. But as you said before, they're not predicting snowmageddon. Correct. Uh, I would like to thank Mr. Todd Glass for being on the program this morning. Todd checked in, and he will be uh, performing at... You can turn the music down now, kids. He will be performing at... uh, He's talking Helium. to Preston. Right, uh, he's talking to Pierre right now. He, he said, oh, "You can turn the music you. down." Oh, sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, Pierre um, was asking you know, about uh, what the word was this week. Casey's running around doing a gazillion different things the last couple of days. But uh, Todd will be at Helium Comedy Club. Four shows tonight alone. Yeah, uh, three. Three sold. sold out. Three sold out. One show tonight. I think it's at eight o'clock. Uh, and then he's got uh, two tomorrow and Saturday as well. So heliumcomedy.com to get. Those tickets. So, um, yeah, that's all the guests on the program today. We may as well officially introduce Mr. Pierre Robert. Yeah! Uh, Hey, man. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine. How are you? (laughs) Great. How you doing? Cool. How you been, Bo? Excellent. How's it hanging? Oh, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent. All right. Uh, well, uh, I guess we can get right to the letter of the day since Casey's uh, prepped you for that and everything. You ready? I was that way. Preston oh. and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. That's what it's going to read on your tombstone, by the way. I was, I that, was way. that way. <laughs> the Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter? Uh, K, as in... Um, Kenobi. Kenobi. Yes. Okay. Or Kippers. Kipper. Uh, Kippers Kenobi, who Kippers, was my coach Kenobi in high school. And Koodles. <laughs> By the way, have you guys ever had Kippers before? Yes. I've only heard Kipper. of Kippers. I've never had them. They're, it's a fish. It. Yep. Uh, you never heard of that? Kathy, yeah, you've are, had them? No. Are, are Kippers like pickled or something, Steve? Or what's. As I remember, uh, I, it was years and years and years ago. All I remember is that that was enough. Okay. That one time. Yeah. But yeah, I believe it's like a fish. You remember in, uh, well, it's a fish. I was just wondering how it's prepared. But I in, think uh, it... in Breakfast in America, they go, could we have kippers for breakfast? Mommy, mommy dear, mommy, mommy dear. dear. Oh. Gotta, Gotta have them in Texas. Because everyone's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. They're usually either salted or pickled, and sometimes they're cold smoked. 
He just knew that, guys. Yeah. How do you know so many well, things about big, so much? In, in yeah. addition to Valor, he has a side of Kipper business. I'm the president Shut of the up. Kipper Club. Yep. Nick the Kipper Club. Yeah. Yeah. Kipper Club. You guys know. You, you remember know. Kipper on Gilligan's that's, Island? Oh, yeah. That just sounds funny. Yeah. The Kipper Club. It was Gilligan and Kipper. Yep. Kipper! Gilligan and Kipper By the way, too. we're giving away the Book of Boba Fett Super Prize Pack tomorrow with the Letter of the Day Word of the Week. Prize that includes a 65-inch LED Smart TV one-year subscription to Disney+. Plus. A Boba Fett Starship diecast vehicle, Boba Fett talking action figure, and a Boba Fett voice-changing mask. That's from Lucasfilm and Disney Plus, presenting the new original series, The Book of Boba Fett. And you can follow the legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett and mercenary Fennec Shand as they navigate the galaxy's underworld and return to the sands of Tatooine. And that is now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. We'll give that away tomorrow, like I said. Uh, what is happening on the program today, Pierre? Um, well, on the program today, we will have Breaking Benjamin, Workforce Blocks of U2, and also Incubus. And again, another pair of tickets. Uh, today, a pair. And tomorrow, my final pair for the Eagles, who will be coming on March 28th. So many of these shows are happening so far in the future. This one's only a couple of months away. It goes on sale on Friday. And we will have Eagles tickets. Wonderful. Excellent. Uh, well, let's take this moment to thank our sponsors. Uh, the President Steve Show has been brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also by Acme. Download the Acme app to see your all new deals, rewards, and perks today. You can visit acmemarkets.com for details. Casey, is that are those the only sponsors of those two? Yes. Okay, just want to make sure I give everybody the love that they deserve. Uh, tomorrow on our program, how exciting is this? Jeff Ament from the band Pearl Jam. Yeah! That's really cool. So we will talk to Jeff and see what's up in his world, and we will wrap up the week in fine form with stuff to give away and anything else that we need to do. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Three, three, double, four, double, five. Bing, there. Doo, doo. Doo, doo.